0: Hello, and welcome to a Star to See Her by a Star Trek podcast. My name is Jake, and joining me today are
1: Chris, Ames, and
0: Liz,
2: and not and Caitlin. Liz.
0: No Caitlin today, as she is ill. She's got the shit.
2: I think we put her in cryo, though, so that'll that'll take care of it. Yes.
0: Right? Yes, yes, we did. We uh, we froze her shitting corpse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I have a. F- I have That's this is what she gets for not her. being here. That she specifically
3: asked me to bring, and I will bring them.
0: I hope one of them was tell Jake not to tell people I have the shits. (laughs) Um, I have no idea. I actually have no idea what's wrong with her. I just made the shits part of it. So so. (laughs) I I do have the shits, actually. So just FYI. Good Lord. But it didn't keep me away because uh, I was introing this and I couldn't resist. Jake is currently Um,
1: recording this from the toilet.
0: I, I sure am. That's what the echo is. That's right. And uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, that yes. could have gone farther with that, but but no, our 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 audience is disgusted enough. Okay, so this week on A Star to Her By, we're going to be talking about two episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Mm-hmm. And those episodes are, in the order in which we will discuss them, The 37s and Initiations. 37s, Initiations. In The 37s, the Voyager is happily uh, tooling about the galaxy and detects something odd in space. What is it, you ask? Is it a pulsar, a, a gaseous anomaly, a cloaked warbird? No, it's a pickup truck. Oh, I mean, Technically, they detect the rust and then the gasoline and then beam it aboard, and it's a and it's a truck. But no, it's just a pickup truck. It's like an old timey pickup truck, and it turns out that uh, Tom Com- Paris knows everything about pickup trucks,
2: complete with horse manure.
0: Yeah, completely, and and yeah, and and Janeway really breaks. knows her shit. So uh, yeah, she figures out that it's horse manure. Anyway. So we're like, what the fuck? And then they turn on the radio in the truck because it still works, and uh, they f- pick up a, uh, a, a what sounds like one of those ancient Earth things, an S O S, and it's being picked up by the AM radio. So they uh, they 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 track the source of the transmission and uh, find uh, find themselves on a planet, and they they wander about the planet. Wait, how, did, the s-
2: how do they get to the planet, Jake?
0: Oh. <laughs> This is important. Yes, it's very important. Yes, the planet has some sort of a that prevents beaming (laughs) and would also cause problems with landing a shuttlecraft. So what do you do when you can't beam and you can't land a shuttle? You land the whole fucking ship. That's what you do. And uh, yeah, it turns out that that Voyager just has, you know, a couple little feet to come down and somehow it's not front heavy and tip over, but whatever. So they just just fly the ship straight down and, and land on the planet.
2: We've never uh, seen this before, so... Tom
0: Paris, you know, there he goes. He knows all about trucks. He knows about landing ships. They get down there. They start poking around. They find the source of the uh, the transmission. It's in an old, beat-up old plane. And uh, and then they wander around some more, and they find a cave. And in the cave, they find some bodies, and those bodies are frozen. And they're not bodies. They're living people that have been frozen, just like uh Khan!
2: Oh, I was gonna say Caitlin, uh, just like Caitlin.
0: So uh, yeah, yes. they uh, they so d- they defrost them. Turns out that these are old timey people. In fact, they're all people that disappeared from Earth in 1937, and among them is a notable individual, someone that you might know. In fact, does the name. Fred Noonan ring a bell for (laughs) anybody? I knew you were gonna do that He was, of course Amelia Earhart's navigator and clearly the most important part of that mission. Oh, Amelia was also there Where's (laughs) her name
3: tag, luckily?
0: Yeah, exactly E-A Oh my god!
2: V-O-Y-A It's v (laughs) Yeah
0: so yeah, it turns out that these people were all abducted by aliens. It's not just Amelia and Fred, but also uh, the whole a whole bunch of different people. People, from, you know, there's the farmer that lost his truck. There's a bunch of other people that don't really speak. Oh, there's a Japanese guy, and then yeah, and uh, it's cool. But the, but then they're like, "Well, you don't trust you? You kidnapped us!" And there's a big big fight, and then then the Voyager people, they're like, they they call in, and the guy's like. Get you get me J Edgar Hoover on the horn right now. Drop the fan. Drop the heaters. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so Chakotay gets a gets a little posse together to go go free the hostages. And uh, on their way, they get shot at by some bozos in weird fucking suits. And then Janeway goes out. You know, they, she reasons with them. They go out, and then they defend themselves, and and she corners the the attackers and. And they're like, "Oh my God, you're human!" And she's like, "What? You're human?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're human." Wow, I'm human too. That's amazing. How are you in How the Delta Quadrant? You?
4: Uh,
0: so yeah, so we find out that the story is that you know several hundred years ago, a bunch of people got abducted from Earth. They got brought to this planet by an aliens called the the Blarny Stone people. Something like yes, that, and, um, something like that. And they get there and. And then they they enslaved the people on this planet, and then the people rose up. For some reason, they didn't defrost some of the people, so they were still in in stasis. And they're kind of revered and worshipped by the the survivors of the slave revolt, who have now gone on to found a a, a, a flourishing culture of hundreds of thousands of people. And then they're so everyone's friends now. Yay! And uh, the leader, uh, this guy. Evans, John Evans, Evansville. John Evansville. There you go. John Evans, which is also uh, my grandfather's name. Not Evansville. Ville. So, but anyway, but that's where uh, he lived, right?
2: In Evansville.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So John Evansville, he's like, hey, you know, we got a pretty cool society here. If you guys want to stay, you're free to stay. And Janeway's like, ah, shucks, man. So many people are going to choose to stay because this is obviously better than flying around in space.
2: And those cities Uh, are so beautiful, aren't they? Uh,
0: So then the the last part of the episode is basically her and everybody kind of just go, oh, should we stay? Should we stay or should I go now? (laughs) If I stay, there will be trouble. All right, anyway. And then in the end, uh, none of the Voyager crew chooses to stay. Obviously. But
3: all of
2: the thirty sevens choose. But to all stay.
0: of the thirty sevens, including Amelia Earhart.
2: They just knew that the writers didn't want to be adding random characters to the crew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so they le they stay, the thirty sevens decide to stay, start a new life, voyager folks uh take off from the planet, get the fuck out of there. That's the end. Woof. Yeah.
3: That had to be. The most painful, like, seven or eight minutes of Star Trek, the opening of this episode. Oh,
2: everything is super convenient.
3: Well, not just that, but, like, Tom knowing the chemical breakdown of gasoline is stupid. Tom, of course, is the 20th century obsessive, because there's always at least one.
2: Mm-hmm. Janeway the knows sh- everything about horse shit.
3: Yeah. The truck turned on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's still water in the How? How did it not freeze in the depths of space?
2: They go down to the planet and they're like, how is this airplane still working? Oh, look, it's an alien power device. But the truck just works fine fine. without an alien power device. Also inconsistent. Son of a bitch.
3: (laughs) These are the first Starfleet people we've ever seen who haven't heard of Morse code. Yes. Like up until now, it's always acknowledged as an older thing, but they all seem to know it. This well, time, okay. everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" So, so I did, I did
1: take a peek at Memory Alpha about this because I was like, "I know who ID's it uh, when it's when the Botany Bay shows up in Space Seed, and I knew there wasn't a, a bit in the movies when it was used to communicate."
3: Scotty, was, yeah, Scotty, Scotty knows
1: Morse code. And-
2: Star
3: Trek Five, right? As so, does, well, Scotty and the rest of them because they interpret what he stand was. And exactly.
2: hmm,
1: right? So like. So arguably that that's a century ago. So maybe right. it's they, they, at that's some true. point it just actually like fell out of popularity in the you know, academy curriculum or something like that. That's,
3: I refuse to believe it.
1: I I find that I found that a little more believable, honestly. Like I mean I could go either way on it because Morse code is or at least some some sort of percussive code like that would make sense to have buying- you know.
2: Remind me if they knew it or if the computer just told them what it was. In this episode, the computer
1: told them. But they, they, you know, Belana runs, like, runs it through, you know, a search. Which, like, that makes sense to me. You know, is, like, what is this? It's an old code that that a a database search would come up with in Starfleet because, you know, like, it would be essentially, like, be somewhere in a wiki.
3: Yeah. So
1: why not in an Academy database? Or Starfleet database? Every
3: time up until now, it's just... mm. Like, I man, found, I
1: found that much more believable and, and, and more organic feeling than, you know, it's a 1937 Ford, blah, 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 blah. Like yeah, that, like, that's ridiculous. I I roll my eyes so hard every time that kind of shit comes up because, <laughs> because oh, yeah, especially no, that- like, but here's the thing, like, here's my pet, pee- my pet peeve is always like the obsessive 20th century knowledge shit is always yeah. like, it's at the very least Western it, but it's always like american or eurocentric for oh, yeah, obvious yeah. reasons but it's still fucking dumb especially for a show that continues oh, it continues to praise itself for being you know futuristic and universal and like you know just like oh this global uh, uniting of humanity It's like global uniting of humanity under an american flag let's come on guys yeah, yeah. so I mean,
3: it's 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 just like he also knew how to turn it on which like i don't think that that's that con- so like so if only he wasn't reason- the only yeah. reason that bugs me is because if it was a car that just needs you to turn the key, I'd be like, sure. But this one is like clutch key starter pedal, like. His it's, line it's, his
2: line this was before voice command activation. So uh, therefore I'll have to do this. I'm like, oh my god, fuck you everyday Paris. God damn it.
0: Also, <laughs> I mean, like the what, way I mean, what do you like what what, what voice command activate? Uh, so am I to understand that there are still cars, but their voice
2: And they're hovering. Wait, wait, wait. Kim says, is this an early hover car? And Paris wants to smack him in the head. Because what the hell, Kim?
3: how <laughs> yeah, it has wheels.
2: Yeah, what but, the?
1: Well, maybe has landing gear.
3: Yeah, true. But he that's also what said, uh, what annoyed me was the way he said keys. Like, look, even if you guys don't have keys anymore, the word still exists. Hmm. Because of, maybe. like, key. Like, we still use the word key for a bunch of things that aren't literal jangly fuckers, you know? Just in computation hmm so like, like well, then, that might mean that that might still lead to some
1: confusion as to what the application of the word key is here yeah I mean, there's something sure, like, called
3: like keys like shut up Tom.
0: yeah that's fair i mean there's still so much like old-timey shit on earth that yeah. we've seen like old vineyards old yeah. you know bars just like yeah like what de- keys are still a thing
1: yeah yeah that's true like, I all the will... holodeck nonsense they get up to.
3: Yeah, that's true. Like they know this shit just from their video games. Like fuck. Yeah, it's the <laughs> same kind of
2: delivery as in four. Because I know we just recently watched all the trailers for the movies for one of our blog activities. Check out Ooh. our blog. And Kirk's, you know, hops off the bus. What do they mean exact change? But at least it's that the same was Spock. Kind of de- okay, Spock says that. Well, still, it's the same delivery of what is this thing that I couldn't possibly yeah. understand.
3: Yeah, like, that's the thing. Coming out of Spock, you're like, fair. Coming out of Tom Parrish, 20th century expert, you're like, fuck you. Like, I need some consistency in your writing here, people. I also need a several centuries-old truck that's been floating in space inexplicably to not fucking turn on.
0: Yeah, the fact that it turns on, because for sure, like, you know, you mentioned, like, the water would have long since, I, I mean, a if it froze, it would have blown out the freeze plugs on the engine, which would have caused it to leak all out. If it evaporated, which I think is perhaps more likely... Yeah, that's true. ...from the low pressure, the hoses yeah. would have exploded, and it would have just turned into gas. Either way, there's no fucking water in there.
1: Also... Doesn't gasoline break down over time, too?
0: And gasoline oh, also doesn't... Like, you know, if you have gas in a can for more than, like, six to eight months it's not great
3: also Uh, this one has been leaking gas since they followed a gas trail
0: for a while but yeah for like 400 years
3: still liquid some
0: like that gas also evaporates too though you know in the low pressure of space i I don't imagine it would stay a liquid very long. i mean there's there's
1: also the fact that it's in space to begin with like yeah
3: there's never explained why
1: I, I. Yeah, the I, plane
2: was on the surface, but the truck is in space.
1: Yeah. yeah, they jumped the truck
3: for some reason.
1: Yeah, I, okay, so this is, uh, my rewatching uh Voyager with, with A Star to Steer Herby is my first watch since it originally aired when I was a teenager. Oh, like, we're that so glad that, to that have is the last time I really sat and watched any Voyager, was what, when it first aired and I was like, getting home from ballet class and my dad was getting home from working late and we'd just sit and wash it together over a late dinner. Like, so my memory of a lot of these things is real real fuzzy. Um so I don't know if the briori are going to be something that becomes a thing in season 2. I expected if they are bothered Certainly to name drop not. and do this. That see that's dumb as fuck because like why bother to introduce them? especially in a season opener? Um oh, and leave on all on these unanswered questions. <laughs> this was
2: not meant to be the season opener.
1: Oh, that makes so much more sense. So, okay.
2: Yeah, you you missed us last week. Let me we explain. Uh, yeah, or, I'm also re, behind re in these episodes. Yeah. well, well we, last, we we last even week hasn't been posted yet. Right. Yeah. So last week, Shh, the it's season already finale. Been up. We're
1: we're a week away from our last yeah, uh, from your last episode. Of, right?
2: The season finale of season one was chosen very like last minute when they decided that the season was only going to be, um, f- fifteen or sixteen episodes, depending on if you count caretakers one or two. Oh. Um. This was originally meant to be the season finale, and it was going to be a two-parter.
1: I have oh, no this idea. Was gonna, this was going to be the season one finale.
2: This was going to be the season one finale into the it, season two.
1: That makes a lot more sense in terms of the Steaks? potential loss of crew.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I but feel it like- also
1: is real dumb because it's like. I'm, I, I'm not going
3: to be able to get over the whole Briori thing. Yeah. This it's so art. dumb. Already like felt padded, and it was one episode. It's
2: That's just the so thing, weird. though. I felt like it felt incredibly rushed at the end, when we could have been having all these conversations about who who would say and who would go. I feel like all of that is glossed over, and then you get True. the answer, everyone everyone of the crew stays with us, and everyone of the 37s stays on the planet.
0: Yeah. very so, uh, very rushed you know they also completely yada 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 the visiting the cities bit oh yeah, my I
3: god mean, the cities maybe the two-parter would have actually shown us the cities yeah, instead of they telling us that. how great they were
2: they cut that because they ran out of time and money
3: Jesus fucking Christ That's what I, I would have assumed. loved to
2: see the cities would have been great
3: I mean then my, it my
2: be notes two definitely
1: my notes says something like how how often can we say the cities in a span
3: of a few minutes
1: <laughs> The cities? You know been, oh, they're cities. You
3: know what would have been great, uh, and it would never happen because Rick Bourbon's a coward, is if they decided to pivot at this point. Even if only for just a season or so. And stay and on planet? Not just stay on planet, but like, do like, well, wait a minute. We don't know that we're ever going to get home. These are humans. Let's make this our base of operations, We'll keep exploring, occasionally looking for ways home. But we, we'll make our own little new society. We'll maybe make our own little Delta Quadrant Federation. You know, maybe spend a season just like kind of yeah. like trying to rebuild instead of trying to get home. And then maybe they and change then, their minds. Yeah, or whatever. and
2: then no, then your season two finale is something has gone horribly wrong, and we have to leave.
3: Right. Mm. Or and then, like, and
2: then you, pro- you continue to progress the plot forward.
3: Yeah. Like. But no, again, this yeah, is this sense. is. The producer that wouldn't even commit to, like, let's actually show the long-term effects of being separated from the Federation. Because, again, Rick Or to have Maki on board. Yeah. Shruggies. Rick Rick Berman, horny fucking coward. Jake had a point.
0: Yes. All right. I I just had an idea. Yeah. For how you could could make this, maybe not good, but better. Cut
2: Earhart entirely.
0: Well, And then. So, as a two-parter, right? So, you know, I like the idea that we find a civilization of humans that grew from people that were abducted in the 20th, 20th century. Like, I think that's kind of cool. What would be really interesting is if, like, because it, it's we're told that, oh, yeah, no, no, they, they, they evolved into a utopian society just like Earth. What would be really interesting would be if they had not. <laughs> and if all of those old 20th century prejudices, especially since we know that there's both, like, you know, there's Americans... For some reason, there's only Americans and Japanese, apparently.
2: Well, we only meet two people of, from the actual cities, because everyone else True. has been in cryo, and, and yeah, the and they, woman doesn't even get to talk.
1: No.
0: Sure. Well, I and mean, one and person the, gets shot.
1: And the Japanese member of the 37s, like, has two lines.
0: Yeah, but he does mention one of his two lines is, oh, there's lots of other Japanese people here. Yeah, I, so I rolled my we ca- at that I think line. we could assume that, like, you know, maybe there are these abductions happened in the Pacific... So there's, you know, quite a few people, but they're all from 37 when like tensions between the West and Japan were were pretty friggin high. So maybe we get, we visit these cities and we find out that, oh, there's like, like a West city that's like, you know, Americans, Europeans or whoever. And then there's like a Japanese city and they've, and they fucking hate each other. And, and it's they like,
3: call themselves the Yangs and the Coons. <laughs> so the Yangs and the Cones.
0: We get the Yangs <laughs> and the Cones. Jeffrey Cones. Uh, and um <laughs> and like, you know, maybe that's the episode. Maybe it's like they're like, Oh, with your fucking weapons, we could fuck the shit out of the Japanese. Okay, Janeway? And they're and we're like, and she's like, Uh, that's not really how we do shit. See now now so, it's
3: now it's that other TOS episode with the well, fliplocks.
0: No, that's exact Well no that's exactly, right? Like I think there was a potential here for a TOS-esque episode where we teach a wayward society to be better and then Amelia Earhart if she is still in the episode the reason like originally she's like oh I want to go and explore the galaxy but at the end she's like no I have to stay here and teach i have to stay here and, and help this society yeah, I,
2: I have natural leader tendencies and planes the I have 37s plane. as
0: they're as they're like gods or whatever or not gods but like as as people that they kind of are revered they have a special a uh, you know not ability but like a special ability to to get through and and be like you know set an example for for the the warring factions of the uh of the 37 descendants.
3: See, you know what they didn't mention the descendants was that uh it wasn't just humans who'd been abducted, but after the revolt the humans killed all the Vulcans and Klingons and Andorians and whoever else. Cause it sure how many t- what's it's like the third time that a species has taken a special interest in humans like oh, we Muranese so people we were, that yep, were kidnapped yep. by aliens. Gary Seven like, these people were like, we care so much about Earth for some reason, we're going to kidnap a guy and train him up to be a secret agent. With a cat. These people are like, we need slaves. Let's go with... Let's, let's pass by multiple worlds with species that are naturally stronger and hardier and whatever else, and go for these assholes.
0: Like, well, what? Here's, here's what it is. So, you may not know this, but in the late 20s, an expedition in... Giza uncovered a ring. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yes.
0: And the Biori actually—they used to be known yeah. as the gold yeah. and <laughs> they would pass through okay. this ring to Earth Excellent. and get their slaves that way.
2: I'm here for this.
0: They didn't actually use ships. Actually, that would be that would be friggin' hilarious if the, if you know the guys like, oh yeah, we destroyed all the Biori ships, but didn't mention that. No, no, they actually just used that fucking warp, that fucking. You know, Iconian Gateway that's over there, and just we could just walk to Earth.
3: Hmm. Uh, and why did you go all the way to? I'm mean, you're in the. Mm,
0: well, may, mm. maybe there is. Yeah. Maybe, nope. maybe. Oh, you know what? I bet. Maybe four hundred years ago, the wormhole that. uh um, Oh, they discovered a few weeks ago was actually was actually a lot bigger, and you could okay. go right through it.
1: Okay, that that. that yeah. But like the, the problem. <laughs> But the more we unpack it, the worse it gets. Because, like, if if it is as as Ames confirmed for me, and the Briori, like just do not get any play any any further part beyond this episode. If that is the case, then I'm
2: pretty I'm pretty sure that's the case.
1: Then it's then it's profoundly dumb because, like, one. Uh, what the fuck, why are you bothering to to name them and bring this, bring an alien race in here that's clearly so powerful? All, why would you all bother? All they
2: needed was one line to tell you what it was. They just
1: wanted the flimsiest excuse to bring humans on the other side of the galaxy and connect them to Amelia Earhart and a manure truck. Then two, like, I mean, the logical conclusion is like, you you say you were brought here way across to the other side of the galaxy by an alien race, which is exactly like the kind of people we're looking for to solve our problem like, that should be their current priority, is finding the Briori and seeing what yeah, the fuck and how yeah. they did that and how to get back. Even if it's a dead end, they find out it's through that wormhole that's no longer there. Like, that should immediately be like, they did what?
3: How? Let's go find I mean, out. I guess I guess the other issue, of course, and again, they should be looking, but the resolution could even be in just a random episode, like, oh, the Briori wiped out in a war 200 years ago. Yeah, sure. Well, like that, maybe it's, that's it's, why it's, they, It needs to be tied up. Because they never came back to that planet. Like. So, theoretically, something happened to them, but it would be nice to... Okay,
2: know. I have I have one more fact about the Briori on Memory Beta. Oh. Because uh. this, this is from... That's where we have to go, huh? That's where we have to go, because there's a reference in the Star Trek cookbook that the Briori were known to enjoy bleached Briori beach nuts. And that's the I'm only so other I'm so glad fact we have that
1: bit of information. That's about that's about so Briori we, we get. Oh, thank God they were able to ad- address the <laughs> okay, beach nut right. problem. <laughs> God, all that right. was a huge pothole. You know, I'm glad I they was wondering so who glad. was eating
0: all those beach nuts, but now we know. <laughs> um, um, okay, Christ. I got, I got. Okay, I got a piece of head cannon for the Biori. Oh no! Okey-dokey. Wait The a Biori are the race that had previously enslaved the Kazon, and the oh, Kazon a- have been fighting and wiping them out. And further, new hat, he- new one, kinfoil hat. The Kazon are the descendants of ancient Klingons who were abducted from the Alpha Quadrant, a la the 37s. I
3: like that because it explains why they're like store brand Klingons. That would yeah. be. I'll tell you more
2: about them in the next uh, episode too. But I sure. mean, they would
1: they would then need to uh, adjust the timeline of it because they said what fifteen generations, which is uh, two to two to three hundred fifty years, I would guess. And maybe that's what it is.
3: Maybe that's why they went with humans. They did have Klingons first, but they were just
0: the cl- too yeah, much they, trouble. They, they couldn't. Con- the Klingons just kept revolting. Hmm. Yeah, and like, Let's try not, these other ones. We're not cooperating, so they're like, uh, we'll try these these humans." Before, yes. Cardassians
2: and Romulans kept scheming.
1: <sighs> also, I just realized they, because I'm seeing my notes here, they said that there are a hundred thousand descendants now. Yeah, of the From the
2: original, like three hundred-ish.
1: That's not cities of people. That's like two to three towns at best and I would hesitate to call that towns cuz I came from a town of 65,000. 100,000 that's not, that's, that
3: how how, how pretty are these cities huge. really? It's not, how it's beautiful not a are huge. these cities really? I mean, here's the thing, these are they, how amazing. They, 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 these people are descended from people from the 1930s. So yes, but
1: but the, but the, the crew of, of the Voyager today. or not, they were the ones talking about the cities. Well, they seem so beautiful.
3: Uh, I don't know. Okay, so one of Caitlin's notes that she was I was specifically tasked with mentioning was, um, <laughs> you know, when when Chakotay was like, oh, there's this cave giving out signs of whatever. She very immediately went, Captain, I'm signing detecting signs of bullshittium,
4: <laughs> Good Good.
3: which yes. amused yes. me a great deal. Yeah, is Biori, cool. the name of those like poor strips, by the way.
1: Biore, yes. But Jake is just pronouncing the Biori wrong. Oh, there's an R. I
0: oh, forgot. I didn't realize there was an R. I don't. I mean, I wasn't intentionally pronouncing. It. Yeah, I, I honestly forgot it wasn't
3: Briori.
2: It's in the notes. It wasn't Briori? Right. I see oh, it in Ames's notes. notes. Thank shit, you, Liz. There's the notes. Liz reads the, the vocab
1: of the week. I I I, I do my homework. Um, also, uh, I don't actually. I I'm curious to know if Caitlin recognized uh, our our Japanese uh, 37.
3: No, none, neither of us did. What? He's Who's the
1: shredder he? from the TMNT movies. No shit! Or at least one of them. Wow, I'll have to That's tell her. That's James Saito. That's the thing, he never takes the helmet off in the movies, so. It's true. I do, I do remember, like, I'm like, oh, okay, those eyes are really familiar. I've seen
3: those behind a metal. Wow, green. I'll have to tell her. I, uh, I did look up Frank Noonan, because he was familiar. Yes. Fred Turns Noonan? out, Fred Noonan, yeah. Fred Noonan, He yeah. was in all the Police Academy movies. Yep. He's hmm. Tackleberry. Which I, yeah, which I guess probably, I mean, I haven't seen any of them in years, but I guess that was it. Uh, He sadly died quite young, but he had a long list of credits despite that. He apparently appears in DS9 as a Klingon at some point, and was also a voice in a shitload of 90s Trek video games. (laughs) Oh! Sadly passed away in 2001 at the age of 51.
2: Hmm. That's young, damn.
3: Yeah, yeah, heart attack. sad. Speaking yeah. of,
2: of people who, who disappear young, let, let's talk about our new magical white elephant in the room, Amelia Earhart, who is here and alive. Yeah. And uh, when, when Jake first said, oh, next week you're not going to be happy, I'm like, oh, why is that? He says, well, just read the synopsis on Netflix. And I read the synopsis like, uh-huh, uh uh-huh. <sighs> alien abductees, including Amelia Earhart of fucking Course. God damn it, we just can't let her la- lay in peace. no. I'm so sick of this kind of bullshit. And I wrote in my notes, where's the line? Who gets more overused in media, Amelia Earhart or Jack the Ripper?
0: (laughs) I mean, the answer is Jack the
2: Ripper, but Amelia Earhart gets way more fucking dragged around than she fucking should. And I have a list open on Wikipedia, and it's not even a complete list because I know of other random uses of her in media that just make me goddamn over it. Let's start with... So there's a bunch of bi- biographical stuff, which makes sense. In the video game, The Simpsons Hit and Run, during the during a mission, Mr. Burns admits to having Amelia Earhart's plane shot down. Uh, See that?
3: That I'm kind of okay with because that sounds like something he'd do.
2: There's also uh, she's portrayed in one of the Night at the Museums.
0: Yeah. That's right. uh, okay. And from yeah. like a, that's the, that's when like the dioramas come to life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Amy uh, Adams. Uh the hmm. online battle royale game Fortnite Battle Royale introduces a character a uh, costume character named Earhart. Hmm. The movie Flying Blind, Earhart is a character, a love interest, something something. Oh. After her disappearance seeks to rescue her from her Japanese captors. Uh yes. A 2020 digital comic, Wonder Woman, Agent of Peace, has Wonder Woman reveal that a 1930s woman aviator crashed at Amazon's Island and chose to remain there permanently. It's very strongly hinted that it's Earhart. Hmm. There's this Voyager episode, obviously. There's an alt-history novella, or Even Eagle Flew in which Earhart does not go missing and later joins the Eagle Squadrons of the British Royal Air Force to fight against the Nazis. Hmm. There's a Legends of Tomorrow episode in which she's revealed to be the lone survivor on an alien planet now possessed by an extraterrestrial.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't remember them.
2: There's an American Horror Story episode in which she's found alive by President Eisenhower and dies giving birth to an alien. Oh, come on. And my favorite is not on this list, but I, I know it exists because I read this book. And normally I'm a fan of Christopher Moore, who's kind of a goofy humor writer. And yeah. his, his, his books are all a little bit silly. And one of the first I read by him is a book called Fluke, uh, which is about going and like um, studying whales and stuff. And it turns out not all whales are whales. Some whales are submarines shaped by whales who can bring you to their underground whale city, in which which is populated by whoever the fuck, including Amelia Fucking Earhart, who hasn't aged a day in however fucking long. The uh,
3: is beautiful. beautiful.
2: And what?
3: <laughs> Hundred thousand yeah. whales. What's funny about <laughs> not that funny, but what's funny about her appearing in Legend of Tomorrow as a character is that uh, Evansville, the actor later plays Einstein in an episode of
0: Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm.
2: That's so interesting. Yeah,
0: the um, Earhart yeah, get... thing is, is is really interesting, just that...
2: Interesting?
0: It, it, I mean, no, no, I mean, it's just generally how much Amelia Earhart has captured, like, the imagination of people over the years. I mean, I get
3: you know? I get the impulse to want to write her a better ending, because the real one is kind of a bummer, you know? She... They have found her plane, like, it has been confirmed pretty much, like, satellite imagery, they found it, she was eaten by crabs if she survived the crash, but, like, you know, it's just, I get the impulse, you know, it's sad that, like, our two great early 20th century aviators are a Nazi and a woman who died, um, How much?
2: Because Janeway seems to imply very strongly, and this episode seems to imply very strongly that she was a spy who was learning.
3: Oh, I hate stuff for that. Like, Japan, about Japan and something, stupid. something.
2: And they in decided fact, this is canon now.
3: Yeah, that I could have done without. I feel that like was that's fucking stupid.
1: In terms of the yeah. timing. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's. I don't know. Like, it's, I it's feel doing, like.
1: Uh, I f- I feel like the the whole hubbub over Earhart in general, and the use of her in pop culture. I mean, I, I wonder if, were we, say, Baby Boomer Generation, like, if if it was just because, like, it was, it, you know, these this is the residual effects of the phenomenon of the mystery in earlier decades, mm-hmm. just sort of echoing through. Now it's become memetic, and now it's become, like, an in in ubiquitous sort of
0: trope at this Yeah, point. which is
2: why I compare it to the Jack the Ripper stuff, which you see right. fucking yeah. every including yeah, in true. fucking Star Trek. You see Jack yeah. the Ripper, like, 15 times.
0: Right. Here's yeah. here's 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 the here's gonna be in the the next twist yeah. on the Amelia Earhart uh mystery. Oh. Amelia Earhart kidnapped the Lindbergh baby.
2: <laughs> god damn you, you son of a bitch. They a also thing. they also decided to make Canon the whole Fred is in love with her
1: thing. Oh god, damn another. I screamed. I screamed. Yep.
2: Yeah <sighs> And then why, they ra- and then they erase it immediately. Yeah. And I was like we didn't need none they,
0: of this. this it was unnecessary. It, it was absolutely it was. unnecessary. Yeah, like no, but like And also the fact that she like lo- they show her and she looks like pleased about it, which also kind of makes it like, I don't know. I'm really bothered
1: about that sort of stuff because like especially with someone like Amelia Earhart, especially if you see if you look, if you look at her, like the historical records of her, including like just just looking at a photo of her. The woman did not care about femming it up. Like she was not particularly trying to like play to a lot of a lot of gender tropes and, and roles. I can't say that for sure, and i'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend like it's completely universal. Maybe she cleans up nice, you know, sure. I don't know. but like the the fact that whenever she shows up, she's got like you know like even here she's got like you know the actress that they pick is you know just very round face and cutesy in a very mid 90s sort of way, and then they have to just they can't just allow the existence of a male friend and or colleague. Mm-hmm. Without making it romantic or sexualized in some way, of
3: course not. Like, although no. that 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 outfit is pretty close to one she actually did wear. Sure, yeah, that except makes sense. The, though, except for the name tag, she didn't go yeah, around. with fucking name sure, tag she on. She just wear her name tag. The name tag, tag was done.
1: Also, what is Fred doing in just a regular suit and not also so, in aviator? So gear?
3: that's that's the thing. The reason I was looking at pictures is because Caitlin yes. said the same thing. Mm. I oh, could good. not... Okay. There are so few pictures of that man in anything that looks like flight gear. I think he must have really worn a suit on the plane.
1: <laughs> okay,
3: all right. If is, that, is if Kate, that is in fact, you know, just like a, a I, mean, I don't know, but I, sure. I looked up Fred Noonan and in almost every photo, even when he's with her in front of a plane, she's in her kit, he's in a shirt and a tie and slacks and usually has his coat over his arm. I think he may have just really not... Dressed as an aviator, even though he was one. It's just really fucking That's dapper. Fine. All right.
1: Okay. All right. I will. He even you know, wore, in fine. a lot of the
3: photos, a tie very similar to the one he wore in the episode.
1: Okay. So the costumers seem to have, you know. They only saw just a few pictures. They're re- they're referencing the pictures, mm. if anything. Yeah. That I can. I can. Okay. I can accept
3: that. Yeah. That's it it seemed weird to good. me, okay. too. But then I looked it up. I was like, well, son of a bitch. I think I saw maybe one photo of him in a jumpsuit.
2: So. The, something that I, I only thought of this episode and realized in retrospect, I should be wondering this all the fucking time. Cryopods. Mm. Why standing up?
3: Yeah. Dramatic presentation. That's poorly yeah. yep, it.
2: Yep, basically. So you can look directly into the eyes when you wipe off the face, because you always got to wipe off the face, yep. and say, ah, there's a person in here. Yeah. You get
1: a dramatic look at their full body. Like Which gives, the, like I actually,
2: human. I give some credit to Space Seed because all of their cryopods were laying down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. With Um, sexy mesh draped over each person. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, I just, uh, uh, the armor the fucking human descendants were wearing. is like, it's the fucking Black Knight from Monty Python.
1: (laughs) I think my first thought when when they appeared was, God, out there it must be really hot in those suits. Jesus. It probably
3: was, yeah, those poor fuckers. It was like
1: pleather, like head to toe. Oh, God. Actually, there were some, like, that. wool-looking panels or
3: polyester or something. Yeah. nothing that annoyed the hell out of me was, again, like, kind of like when Tuvok mentioned he wanted to do a mind meld, and it was like, oh, <gasps> you know, like, oh, boy, because they knew the audience would be excited. It's yes. <laughs> The way Janeway delivered, like, we'll land the ship, was so the audience would be like, what? <laughs> like, even though they'd never done it before themselves, like, theoretically, there's precedent in their real world.
2: That's a good so point.
3: It's like really. This isn't a new actually, ship. No, I mean actually, this is why
2: it was. This is why it was supposed to be the season finale, so that people, we, yeah. were like, oh my goodness, that's a thing they're doing. We. Mm. Yeah, and I also Jake- seem
0: to remember it being fairly, uh, heavily publicized when the show came out that I think that so, was yeah. one of oh, the yeah. things that the ship could do, and it, you know it reminds me in a lot of ways of the saucer set the saucer oh, separation yeah. yeah you know it's like we're going to see things this like, way oh, more though
2: we are yeah. going to see this way more than we saw saucer effect
0: oh yeah well it turned out that like saucer separation because they were just dealing with models was a fucking fortune to do <laughs> but this this is actually probably if they can use the cg shit in the landing apparently the
2: producers didn't like how the landing feet looked which probably fair I'm sur- sure they were jank so that's why they're usually obscured behind rocks mm. when you're looking at the ship on the planet <laughs> well,
0: it also the thing that's interesting to me is that i mean maybe the maybe the warp engine is just incredibly fucking heavy and that's how the ship didn't just tip forward but it looks mm. like all of the landing feet are in the secondary hull yeah there's nothing supporting the front of the saucer it, and and frankly, the warp drive shouldn't be that heavy, right? Because it's got both matter and antimatter, and those should cancel each other out, right?
3: Yes. That's, you know, what I mean? there's just but there's just so much more equipment in there. J- I mean, really, it's probably some anti-gravs or something. It's better at le- Like, I'm more willing to suspend my disbelief on that than remember they originally wanted the original Enterprise to land every week.
0: Yeah, and but if it was it, too looks, it has fucking landing feet in the saucer.
3: Well, yeah, but they were going
2: to... Oh, boy.
3: But they had drawings of it just landing, like... Just... Full. Like, its feet were in the secondary hull. The little, like, ball on the bottom of the saucer was going to be, like, an elevator. It's huh. like, how... Now that, good God, makes no sense.
1: Oh, that's so um, old-school sci-fi, though. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah. I'll, buy
3: I'll, buy, I'll buy Voyager a little more, because... You know, even if you maybe the like back feet are a little shorter, so it just tilted a little. It's like I'll give you that. It's a smaller ship. The constitution class is fucking huge compared to that thing. Like yeah.
2: Mm. Well, you know how we so we don't we don't see the fucking cities. You know what else yep. we don't get to see, which I was like, why did we not have a scene like this? And I don't I I didn't even find reference to it ever being something in existence. We never Show Earhart the ship and see her reaction, and I really oh, yeah. wanted that because she's a pilot. <laughs> like she so did, much-
1: she, she did get to sit at the controls though, and like, ask to pilot the ship.
2: Yeah, but when you say Earhart, do you want to see a ship? And she's like, Oh yeah, bo yo 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 yoing, yes. And yeah. then you don't have a scene of her first seeing the ship. This is the biggest wasted fucking opportunity. So yeah, much
3: true. better stuff could have happened if we'd skipped over the like five minutes of hostage bullshit. Or any of the pickup truck. Or fucking that. We just
2: receive an SOS. How about that? We just go there when we realize...
0: Yeah, oh, there's something... We're picking up a strange signal. This is an Earth signal. Tom Paris like, I know that signal. That's the old-timey SOS. Already
2: more believable. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: True. Just, uh... Anyway, we've been going for quite some time on this one. Yeah, let me check to make sure there's nothing else in my notes. I do have one more nitpick. Yeah. yeah,
1: do it. So as they're as, as Chicote and Jane were talking about the cities. And, you know, possibly, you know, who who will stay and who will go. Jacoté talks about as at one point he gets like they talk about homesickness and like Chakotay talks about sunrise over the Arizona desert and swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. And I'm like, hmm, There's something that doesn't feel unproblematic those those aren't connected either (laughs) like they're uh they're about 750 miles apart like arizona (laughs) from from the gulf because arizona is not a a gulf state
0: um
1: Uh, global warming right that brought the the you know maybe (laughs) but that's not the maps that we see of the future um also like i mean there is a gulf near arizona it's the gulf of california Mm -hmm. and then you just that's like like what is it? Less than 40 miles from Arizona. And then the Pacific is just a, just a hop, skip, and jump over Baja, California. It's right over there. Well, so, like, now here's the thing. So, like, I, you know, and I double-checked, and I don't know if it's been established yet, because I, I skipped a couple episodes in the first season to catch up with today's recording, because I've been a little behind. I don't know how much has been established so far as to where Chico is from originally. Except, no, he's Maquis. He's from, like, you know, a place that's now in Cardassian territory. Yeah. So if he's visited Earth, it's been as a visitor, as a tourist,
2: I don't so think it's it's been estab- I don't think they ever establish exactly where he's from like I know he's I know in okay. the, oh, in the original Bible he was supposed to be from that planet that we saw in in TNT. Journey's end yeah, mm. yeah. um but that is that never actually does get established okay, okay. so right now he is just a general human
0: sure but he's a f- he's a fan of Earth sure yeah. okay
1: I just <clears throat> he's been to Earth <laughs> like it I I will I will see that it is not unreasonable it is not unfeasible that he just happens to like these two places that are not really geographically connected to one another but at the same time at the same time i'm like why does it feel like they just named two regions white people associate native americans with
3: no no he has has family in both areas does he no okay i mean the other the other hand wave i mean in reality you've nailed exactly why they did it oh yeah. but the other hand wave is also just that we know that on the earth of the future like Earth of the future is minuscule because everyone has transporters. Like, yeah, no, sure, absolutely. You live like, in San Francisco and work in Moscow. Yeah, and your sure. commute is the length of a teleporter.
0: You can live in San Francisco and work on the moon. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Like Ooh. here's the thing: you can come up with all these explanations very easily. Like there is a reason that you know. Oh yeah, uh, no, like you said, there's there, a there's... reason that Kelvin verse Khan suddenly comes back as like you know someone whose skin is. Practically clear, but like the <laughs> motives behind these choices, oh, yeah, all definitely right. undermine all the explanations. Like, no, you just wanted super white Benedict Cumberbatch to come in this yeah, no, role it, with a name,
3: it is just because Chakotay is pan Native American. Oh, god, um, <sighs> it's yeah, I mean, hey, speaking of pan Native American,
2: <laughs> next episode, oh, my god,
0: oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I had one, one yes. very oh. final factoid about, about uh, Amelia Earhart. Oh, yeah? Lived uh, lived a couple miles from here. That oh, actually, shit. I never that. Yeah. Really? Anyway. Oh!
3: Um, wait, sorry. Yeah. One very last thing. Um. We do actually now have confirmation that the Universal Translator is in the comm badge. Mm. Janeway yeah. pointed at her com badge when she mentioned they had a translator.
1: I feel like that contradicts something in TNG with, with that matriarchal alien race when they got brought over and needed to... Give some type universal translator I then.
2: feel like that contradicts time and again from earlier in season one when they lost when they had their combat just taken away and could still you speak to still, the people.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's actually built into the shirt
0: behind where the badge goes. Oh, there it that's is. But then they change uh, their oh, shirts. Oh, yeah. oh, good point.
3: Next, episode. Maybe, Next made, episode. maybe the shirts
0: are maybe the shirts are made out of translator. Okay. Maybe it's uh, implanted
2: in the brain as well.
0: There you go. All right, so next we'll be talking about initiations, initiations, in initiations. Chakotay is uh, tooling about by himself in a shuttlecraft because he's got to do a commemorative, totally legit, totally legit Native American ceremony. He's got his medicine bag and everything. Um, so uh, he's doing he's doing it, and uh, who should uh, show up? Not Nog, but <laughs> Car. A young Kazon, who's apparently in order, so he's also out doing a a bit of a a ritual, because it turns out in Kazon society, in order to earn your big boy name, you have to fight and either defeat or be defeated by an enemy. Either way, you get get your new big boy name. You get another Uh,
2: syllable in your name.
0: Yeah. Which is actually, that,
2: that is kind of neat.
0: So if you, uh, so anyway, so, so not Nog attacks, car attacks. And, uh, even though he's got like a, a, an attack ship, apparently it's still like, is like barely troubling, uh, Chakotay in, in the shuttlecraft. So Chakotay just, you know, pulls a, 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 a does a barrel roll or something, <laughs> whatever, what. Whatever you do in Star Fox, when you flip over and come up behind Star Wolf, anyway. Oh, and um, he was upside
2: down for a second, and I was very angry. Yeah,
0: they. Yeah, that's not a barrel roll. That's a, a loop, loop to loop. Yeah, a loop, loop to loop. They do. A, they do a thing, yeah, and yeah. um, and I know that move was in Star Fox. Anyway, <laughs> um, I would have been able <laughs> to tell you that when we did that one, that one episode of
1: TNG, when I looked up too many flight maneuvers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot for
2: for our friends um, in Nova Squad. Yeah, no, it was not the
0: crazy Ivan that I know. So, so anywho, uh, he gets up behind Nog's ship. I keep, I'm gonna keep calling fucking Nog. Cars ship and disables it uh, with his with his phasers. And then it's about to blow up. So he calls him up. He's like, "Hey, listen, your ship's about to blow up. I don't want you to die. So you better (laughs) ejaculate." Jesus Christ! No,
1: he's
2: a kid. Whoa,
0: whoa. oh god you better evacuate and he doesn't get an answer so he just you know does does the thing that he would do and beams over car who's unconscious finally he wakes up and he's really pissed off he's like why didn't you let me die you piece of shit i'm not gonna get my name now they end up both getting captured by a larger kazon ship and that's there's a dude on there some some other dude who's like a, a hard ass and he's like listen listen car you done goofed you should have let yourself die and in cars like oh no this you know starfleet here rescued me and and so it's his fault and and these like, and then the other guy's like well starfleet you fucked up you you stole the kid's name now you gotta kill him that's the only way he's gonna get his name and chakotay's like i'm not gonna fucking kill a kid you, you, you nuts what the fuck's wrong with you so they're about to do this whole execution thing and then uh chakotay refuses to go through with it takes the boss man hostage and then Carr he's like hey Carr your your future here's done why don't you come with me we'll we'll go we'll go party hard and uh, so Carr, Carr escapes with Chakotay, and they are headed off trying to get back to Voyager who has since noticed that Ch- that the Chakotay's shuttle is not where it's supposed to be they get attacked by the Kazon again the shuttle gets blown up but they manage to beam out just in time to a, a moon that has all these booby traps everywhere because it's the Kazon training grounds so they have to work together a little bit. Carr has to show Chakotay how to get through all the booby traps. And, uh, I don't know, Chakotay's rescued him a few times, so I guess they're kind of friends. They finally take refuge in some cave. The uh, Voyager shows up and is looking for them, but they talk to the Kazon's. The Kazon's like, no, nah, no, nah, we killed those guys. And they're like, well, we're not so sure, but we're going to take a look for ourselves. And like, no, nah, we killed them. And they're like, well, we think they beamed down to the planet. And the Kazon's like, huh, okay, well, uh, we'll we'll beam down. And we'll, we'll check it out if you want to join us. Then the K's on, and, and the Voyager crew work together for some reason to get through the booby traps. And um, but then, of course, the K's on at the last minute, pull a fast one and put up a force field around him. I'm like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> Chakotay is like, oh shit, our friends are are almost here. Car and and Car's like, God damn it. Well, they're gonna show up and they're gonna kill me because I still haven't earned my name. And uh, and Chicota says, like, I got a great idea. Why don't you kill me? and car's like that's a great idea chicote and so chicote calls voyager and is like hey guys i'm going to die in a few minutes so uh just let you know be ready for that <laughs> beam me up take you know have the doc take care of it meanwhile the doc's like get the like, con what the blood fuck? ready <laughs> so finally the k's on show up in the cave and they're about to kill car uh or no they they, they corner car and, and car's got got chicote at gunpoint and and, and chicote thinks is about to kill him but car's like nah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you one better, Chakotay. Turns around, blasts his old boss. <gasps> he's dead. The other guy, the second in command, becomes the boss. And, and he's like, ah, car. Now I'm the boss now. So I guess you got your second name after all. Hey, yeah. And then they're like, hey, Starfleet peeps, you show your face around these parts again, going to kill you, even though our ship is clearly shittier than yours, even your shuttlecraft. So... <sighs> They all fuck off, and that's the end of that. Oh, Chakotay has somehow gets a new medicine bag at the end, despite his previous one being blown up on a shuttle. I think he just buys those in bulk.
2: <laughs> I think that sounds right. Because we already wondered if, in Caretaker, if the the Maquis ship, the Valjean, if you remember, um, uh, uh-huh. exploded the fuck up. Where, how does he still have a medicine bag? Yeah, he's got uh-huh. like 80 of those things.
3: I, uh... I don't get why he had to do it in a shuttle if he was later able to just do it in his fucking quarters.
0: Yeah.
2: Because he asked nicely if he could do it in the shuttle, and Way said okay. And then what? when it turned he, out to not be okay, he was like, okay, this time I'm going to do it just in my quarters. And she's like, well, damn straight. even if
0: strange. he had done it like in the shuttle, did, did it have to be so far away from Voyager that, like, Voyager couldn't keep an eye on the situation. <laughs> the best I could
1: figure is that it, is that this was supposed to be the equivalent of like I'm going to go out for a few days in the southwestern desert yeah. with a campfire yeah, I mean. and a soundtrack that is got that it's got annoyingly stereotypical, you know, like flutey, flute music. music. Like yeah. They also
2: mentioned at some point Which when they're like, all, right. "All right, we're going to we're going to get out of here, bring up everybody who's on away missions or whatever they say, I'm yeah, like, where the fuck so are her. you people right now? Planet, so it sounds yeah. like there's a bunch of people yeah, who who've just gone at, off to do planet. shit. What planet, Jake?
3: Just a planet. Oh, just yep, a planet. I'm getting a name. Caitlin caught that it was Aaron Eisenberg before, like I had a chance to even process anything he'd said. Really? Oh, Kate, good Caitlin, on her. Caitlin's got a good ear for voices, so like that,
1: and that's what clued me in. And then when I look closer, I was like, oh no, that's definitely Aaron Eisenberg. I, yeah, I, I just, have no doubt that Caitlin just, like, at the, she literally, at the speed of sound, she will process, that's it. Oh, it that's took great. her for
3: a femtosecond. Like, I yeah. I had not had time to, like, I'd like to think I would have recognized his voice, but I don't know, because she was that quick on the uptake. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh-huh. uh, I, I'm not sure I realized
1: that Aaron Eisenberg was so cut. Caitlin oh, yeah. mentioned
3: the same thing? There's a bunch of- surprising.
1: Um,
2: quotes from aaron eisenberg about this episode that are all pretty funny because you know he says people think i just got this this role because i'm a ds9 but i did come in on audition for it because they were having trouble finding children who could fucking act mm-hmm. or younger looking adults who could you know handle a role like this and they finally say can aaron come read we know aaron's good and he came in and he read and he's like yeah and it also helped that i'm fucking jacked
3: mm. i would imagine like he probably worked out just i mean the fucking health issues the poor bastard had. I imagine yeah. working out maybe helped. Probably. Like, just kind of, you know.
1: Just just for the, the usual beneficial effects of exercise. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense.
2: Yeah, there was also a lot of pushback from, like, people like Pillar and other folks who were all, all like, oh, this is going to be a mistake because everyone's going to be distracted because they'll know he's from Deep Space Nine and that's all they're going to be able to hear, which, to a point, Little bit just seeing Aaron Eisenberg and being delighted that it's Aaron Eisenberg. Uh, I'm curious what you guys thought. And if uh, the whole first half of the episode, you were like, Aaron Eisenberg's here.
3: I mean, that's the thing is, I guess I was more Aaron Eisenberg's here, not Nog is here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which had it just been like Nog is here, that might have been a problem. But, you know, it's more like, hey, it's it's Aaron Eisenberg. That's fun.
0: Yeah, they did yeah. a good job making it a distinct character, and he did a good job of playing it as a distinct character.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, again, was it definitely him? But I mean, look, we're in a TV show where every week we're going, hey, it's Nick Le- I mean, Tom Paris. Yeah. So, you know, at least he's under different makeup <laughs> and Paris. is a distinct character.
2: Listen, there's a lot of difference between Lacarno and Paris. Paris doesn't have the swoop
3: <laughs> that's a yeah. big difference that big is difference that big is difference. because
0: he lost some hair
3: in the intervening years Aww. it's always it's always
0: interesting and you know there's a few other instances in star trek where they do this oh yeah they have someone who was like practically a main character i don't think you know aaron eisenberg was ever in the the, the main cast is you know in terms of being like in the intro or anything but uh you know, having someone who is a major character in one show pop up in another show is a, di- a totally different character. Yeah, I mean, we're going to s- like there's a there's a really distracting one in Enterprise when Renee averson shows up as a character. And Does like, he? Oh, I <laughs> didn't
3: and know that. Not really under much makeup at all. So it's very no. plainly him. Yeah. Neelix is going to show up as a Ferengi. But again, yeah, he's okay. at least under a shitload of makeup. So it's. Kind of less obvious, but again, in, the voice is en- a en- dead. In en- Enterprise, in Enterprise, yep.
2: Wait, mm. but why? Yeah,
3: they did. I, they explain.
2: Minutes. Okay, God damn it! Poorly fucking minutes. Enterprise, stop writing this shit in. Anyway, I also wanted to mention. Um, so, Eric Eisberg's here, and he had his good friend uh, Max Grudenchik help him yeah. as his acting coach, oh. which I find to be so cute. That's the great. quote. The quote from Max is, and it, this is funny because he's he's just hilarious. He says. He totally did the opposite of everything I said, and it turned out brilliantly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just told him to keep saying Moogie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing I did very much like about this episode was the, as Jake sort of referenced, the fact that they apparently rebelled against another society. Because it's like, how did these people come up with all this tech? Oh, they stole it.
2: That makes sense because they seem to—they seem not like the technologically advanced race. The no. way that, because you know, uh, Pillar comes in during the top of this this time that uh, of uh, season two to say, mm. "I'm here to help. What do you guys need help with?" And the writer of this episode, Kenneth Biller, uh whom we'll remember, did some writing on Faces. Was was writing up this episode, and Pillar t- says to Biller, "This isn't confusing at all."
4: Oh God. yeah.
2: Can you work on the Kazon a bit? Go home, because the Kazon are, are sounding too much like Klingons. I need you to make them sound more like gang members, because that kind of works for for their rival thing that's going on. Go out, find yourself some gang members, and talk to them. And instead of doing that, uh, Biller went and read the book uh, Monster by former gang member Monster to try to f- figure this out. And it sounds... I I think they're, the Kazon culture is kind of cool this way, in the whole, you know, you have to prove yourself to get your name. That's kind of nice.
1: From that yeah. perspective, that that is more interesting, definitely. I just... I've so far been extremely bored by the Kazon. Yeah. In fact, I had trouble focusing on this episode because of that. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's more, like, you know savage warrior race type shit and i feel like we've seen star trek do it over and over again i appreciate that they did make an effort to make it distinct in that regard and that and then that that kind of research is pretty cool i just just in general is like here we go they're gonna come in they're gonna put they're gonna ping a lot of you know like barbaric tropes that i've just i've had less patience for as time has gone on and it's another you know uh, like this he, I have to do this thing for warrior culture, and it's and it's just you know it's inconvenient to a particular Starfleet character, uh, and then somehow love wins the day. Like <laughs> I I like I didn't I didn't really feel like I know where this is gonna go, and I'm not really worried about the, the path on the way there because I know chicote is gonna be fine. Uh, I, there, I, there are no stakes for him.
3: Yeah, like for me, the Kazon have never been terribly like the Kazon are as bad a misfire as the original version of the Ferengi in TNG. Ooh, I don't you know. It's like, know here's that, your new no. enemies, and it's they like, not They um, didn't do any
2: frog-like hopping around. <laughs> well, no, that's I
3: true. But there's, I, <laughs> there's there's no comparing. I, I suppose you're, Ferengi. The, the Ferengi were, yeah, the Ferengi were actively idiotic, but these, I guess, have still, the Kazon left me largely cold. And, like, if anything, half the reason I even gave a about this episode was because I was like, hey, it's Aaron Heisenberg. Yeah. That'll be nice.
0: Yeah, well, I really kind of wish it would have been, like, I don't know, the, the, the Kazon are so very much Klingon. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, they look very similar. They have, you know, they have a, a similar head ridge thing going on. They have their, totally... like, weird warrior enunciation. Yeah, and, like, like maybe, like, if Klingons, you know, don't use relaxer, their hair just goes like that. You know, oh, God. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Don't even. Oh. Um, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yep.
0: <laughs> but, um, you know what it is? Like, their
1: hair, the, the, their hair looks like when you go back to play like a favorite video game from your younger days and you're suddenly like, oh, the graphics are way worse than I
0: remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I would, I, I really think it would be, have been interesting if, you know, maybe the Briori, I don't know, if we find out that, like, the Kazon were somehow related to Klingons, that, like, the Briori kidnapped some Klingons, maybe maybe there was interbreeding going on, and that's why they look different You know, uh, honestly, that's, a short period of time. That's my headcanon like,
3: now, because I like that better than, this just happened naturally.
0: Yeah. yeah, because it just, it seems ridiculous to me that they would introduce a species that they so obviously just wanted to have Klingons in this show. And they're like, oh shit, we can't have Klingons because they're in the Delta quadrant. I guess we need to make a new Klingons. Let's call them the Klazon.
1: Which is such a waste because I, I would assume that the reason that they, that the premise of Voyager is what it is, is to give them a lot more leeway and a lot more of a blank canvas to work with to just come up with new stuff for a Star Trek series.
3: Now instead we've got you know, knockoff Klingons. We fucking have some humans. We've got, we got,
1: we got, we uh, got space Eloy in the form of Kes and her people. Yeah, yeah like in names. the
2: thirty sevens when they polish off the the glass and say, "Oh, it's a human." I'm like, "How do you know?" So many alien species look exactly the fuck alike.
3: Yeah, I just again, I, I don't know. how... I know I keep falling back on this. I'm sure it's more than just him, but. I blame her Wait a it. minute!
0: Hold up. Okay. What? What? What was the name of the species that enslaved the Klingons? Uh, oh fuck! I don't remember. What was that?
2: In called? what?
0: Uh, it was brought up when they were looking for sort of sort of K. Yeah. Oh god! I remember. Wasn't the Briori? But, no, it wasn't the Briori, but it was something, and it. So there is a precedent in Klingon history for Klingons being conquered. Being subjugated so they could have very easily if they wanted to and were thinking of it have interwoven these plots in that way and just made they were yeah because we know that there was we know that in ancient times there was aliens that subjugated the klingons it's not inconceivable that those aliens took some of the Klingons to their homeworld, which could have been in the Delta Quadrant. We don't know.
3: Oh, no. It was specifically in the Gamma Quadrant. Oh, was it? That's where the sword was. Oh. Yeah, I just looked it up.
0: Maybe this is a a galaxy-spanning... Yeah, Yeah,
2: like the the slaver race.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, anyway. Maybe they were related somehow to the Iconians. I don't know. I wish... They connected more of these things. They connected some things, in you know, that's not, not
2: what they do in this kind of style of television, though. No, yeah, they're it's definitely not.
0: not. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Jake
2: time, and, I, and I, and I know I've mentioned that Jake and I have been watching the center seat, and one of the things like they, they talk about in the TNG episode and the Deep Space Nine episode, how Deep Space Nine was more ha- had more serial stuff, and at the time, people didn't like serial stuff. Now people love serial stuff because you can binge it in a fucking, you know, on Netflix or on whatever, whatever you binge shit on. Um, But at the time, like it was a big deal that they no one wanted to watch stuff that you had to pay attention to week by week. Because if you miss a week, you don't get the thing. So these are these have to be episodic. If there's going to be an arc, it has to be like a kind of gentle arc that, you know, they're kind of jump into the
1: middle of. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: like, oh, Kazon or a thing. You can jump it in the middle and, and still know the Kazon or a thing, and we're trying to go home. And whatever else is kind of going on in the background without it being, like, the big thing that you have to be paying attention to.
3: Yeah. Right. Also, the species was the... Fek... Leary? Fe- F-E-K apostrophe I-H-R-I. Huh. At least I think it's an I. It's, it's one of those annoying fonts where a capital I and a small L are identical.
2: This is why I love Sarah's fonts.
3: Yep. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, even without going full serial, though, you know, it would be nice if, like, just a little name drop here and there that wouldn't necessarily mean you have to know it, but for those who do, you go, know, oh, I know that. Ha ha ha.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, other, other TV from that era that, like, Gargoyles, the cartoon, like, they, you know, so many of their episodes still started with, like, a previously on Gargoyles, and you got a little mini clip montage, and but it's still, like, was like, okay, we trust our, you know, grade school audience enough to catch up and then just jump into this adventure that has Jesus. to do with, you know, previous episodes, but Look is still standalone enough.
3: 90s X-Men cartoon. Yeah. I don't think any episode ever ended. It always No, they, were, they definitely else, had multiple parts. Which is admittedly half the reason I could never get into it, because I never seemed to catch it at the beginning of an arc.
1: I nah. think... I mean, I think that one, yeah, like the, the, that's that's probably a, a, an example toward the other, you know, toward the other extreme of like you had these two parters that are continuing, you know, like you, if you're tuning in for part two, you definitely missed stuff going on in part one and it's continuing. But
3: yeah, but I mean, like, um, but there's ways to, I, you know, again, I'm not even asking for Voyager to go full serial, just like continuity, unify hmm. your, Trust your world audience a little like, yeah. Just anytime you need some sort of ancient species, just delete whatever name you made up and put Iconians. <laughs> you know, like there we yeah. go.
2: I'm sure they'll bring it up in lower decks. Because oh, I mean, Christ. you also
1: can't you 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 also can't be sure that name dropping an alien race in one episode, even if you don't plan to use it ever again, an audience member jumping in who hasn't watched every single week might wonder if they've missed something. If this is an alien race that like has the Briori been mentioned before? Should we or be like paying attention thought. to
3: the Briar going forward? Yeah, like you thought. Ooh, these should be fun. It's like no, nope, yeah. we're gonna hear them again. No,
0: nope. well, it's like it's just like, like if you remember going back to DS Nine as an example. Mm-hmm. It was what a season two episode, maybe when Quark, or maybe even season one. I don't remember, but when Quark made the deal to get the Tuliberry wine. And, yeah, I think that was season two, and and it was those those people with the weird face paint the that Delci. were like. Yeah, well, they were like, "Oh, if you want to do business in the Delta Quadrant or the Gamma Quadrant, you gotta you gotta talk to the Dominion." And then we don't hear shit about the Dominion for many episodes until yeah. suddenly they're a huge thing. Yeah, but they, yeah, they wouldn't do that in Voyager. Clearly. Yeah. Well,
3: again, they they just really chickened out with this show.
0: Yeah. Like, like rather than there's there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities there, but
1: yeah.
2: I want to take it back a little bit and talk about what's been happening on the ship in the meantime, because holy shit, the whole time, like, d- despite every bit of news that comes in, Janeway is like, Chakotay's still alive somewhere, though. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a, here's a bunch of of, of debris from a, from a shuttle pod. It's not going to be Chakotay's shuttle, though. And it turns out, no, this is the Kazon shuttle. Oh, here's some more debris. And we're very certain that it's Chakotay's shuttle. He must have gotten off in time. Shaneway, I mean, I yes, I get doing your due diligence, but there's got to at least be... If maybe they could pick up his comm badge, that would have yeah. made sense to me to be like, hmm, we see all this rubble, but the comm badge seems to be somewhere else, even if there's all this distorted bullshit that's stopping them from communicating with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something well, the doctor that, did inspect the wreckage and determine that there weren't human remains.
2: There's got to be so much wreckage everywhere, though.
3: I think that that is a problem with Star Trek. I mean, problem. You know, most TV shows in general. But it's one you do see a lot with this. Is like characters on some level are aware yeah. that main characters have plot armor.
2: Yeah. If this yeah. were uh, if this were a random extra and the ship blew up, you'd be like, oh well, <laughs> so much for that guy. We're gonna keep going home though.
3: Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's Our because-
1: shuttle.
3: <laughs> like oh <laughs> no, some- was it Ayala? Definitely dead. Yeah, like, Janeway knows because we know. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like, and and sometimes things like that can be used effectively in interesting meta-artistic ways. I read a whole article about the use of the audience, like, using the audience's limited perspective on something, Mm -hmm. and it also affecting the characters in the film. So this is sort of the opposite of that. It's like, because we know he's fine on some level, Janeway knows. Yeah, um. I just think it could
2: have been so easy just to address, like, oh, like yeah, give totally. her a reason why she thinks yeah. he's okay. Not just, you know, blind hope.
3: You know what I will say, though, that I liked was uh, fucking Neelix just stepping up and threatening people.
2: I liked like, that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah! Smarmy Neelix is my new favorite Neelix. <laughs> it
3: is about time you actually show don't tell with him. Yeah. I
2: also kind of liked the the first scene where he's complaining about how he's not being used. And yeah. I'm like, mm, what's this going to be about? And it turns out he wasn't invited to go swashbuckling in some kind of adventure thing. I'm like, oh, okay, that is kind of <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm.
0: But like, but then when you your friends don't step- play video games, that you want to be invited? <laughs>
3: but yeah, he stepped up and was like, no, he, like, you know, and Tom's like, you know, he's like, yeah, I got this, I got this. And he was like, I lying. know these assholes. Yeah, like he totally and it, nailed it. And it was like. This is great. Do and this more often.
1: That's a completely logical way to use him because he he and oh, yeah. Kess are the native like native residents exactly. of this system.
2: Yeah, and they know and that both of them know the Kazon very specifically. Yeah. Right. As people with whom they share space and have to deal with all the time.
3: And from I, Kess's case was captured by. And I like the practicality he brought in, like It'd be really expensive to replace that shit.
4: Hmm. <laughs>
3: hmm. Also, your enemies will find out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, which also, goes back to the whole how there's what 18 different sects, as they say. Yeah, as of
3: yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds changes like the every day. F- fluctuate a lot. Uh it's this interesting mix of like we're a warrior culture, but also, hey, you just killed the boss, so I guess I owe you. Yeah.
1: Oh, let's see. Coming back to the gang thing. Man. I don't know. That's not sitting right with me either. <laughs> is the book that he read about specifically, like, predominantly black American gangs? Um,
2: I don't know. I don't know much about Monster. Is I, because that... I would have I would have to look and I haven't looked. I don't know.
1: But I think this is why I'm, I'm tired of like the 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 barbaric and or primitive and or warrior tropes like in in Star Trek and other similar shows. Yeah, decisions. I was actually...
2: Yeah, so the twist that, oh, we're not going to just kill Chakotay because everyone on Voyager is so okay with getting killed and assuming they'll be yeah. resuscitated, oh, a la yeah. Kim last fucking week or whenever. But he's going to kill Razik, the, the head of... The, what do what they call them? First Majes or something?
1: Something like that. I'm going to kill
2: this guy, even though he seemed to just be doing his job the whole time. Like, like Razik seemed fine to me the whole episode because he was just abiding their definition of justice.
1: Yes, but that wasn't convenient to Starfleet. So fuck him. Aha, fair. Yeah.
2: I also well, thought that also, they were going to kill the second cuz he was a dick.
0: Mm. Yeah, he did seem kind of he seemed like more of a dick than 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 Razik. But yeah, it's interesting. Like he doesn't he doesn't seem like he's uh or um you know, Carr says, Oh, you're my enemy when he when he kills him, which is true, I think. From Carr's perspective, Razik was an enemy, but from Starfleet's perspective or from the audience perspective, he's not necessarily an enemy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we like Carr, so we agree that Carr can kill him and, and we'll accept that.
2: I don't know. See, I yes. didn't like Haliz, the second in command, and was like, kill oh, that yeah. guy, goddamn him.
0: Yeah, he seemed like more of a prick. Um.
3: I I trust no one with that little of a chin. Uh,
2: I also uh, learned that our friend Razik, uh, we've seen his actor before. He Mm -hmm. will go on, because, you know, this is obviously concurrent with DS9. He'll go on to play Reese in the Siege of AR-558, one of those soldiers. Oh. Oh. Huh. I think the one that took trophies? I think that's the one.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm. The one who was like, oh, okay, the one, really? The, the one who took trophies, that was, I think he was, that was a Hispanic actor, wasn't it?
2: Oh, I don't remember that. I
0: one, I remember one honestly, of the, one of the guys was the same guy that's, um, who's in uh, Breaking Bad and plays Tuco in Breaking Bad. Is that huh. Patrick
2: Kilpatrick, the actor?
0: I, he doesn't, I mean... No, I don't think so. He doesn't look like a Kilpatrick. I, uh, I remember seeing
3: that name in the opening credits and being like, "Well, wow, his
0: parents yeah. were dicks."
2: I know, right?
3: Yeah, I, I did. Agree. I do like the. No, that, he's just. That, no, it's a different guy. You know, the unexpected move at the end, kill the boss, make a deal. It was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty unexpected. Because again, you know, it's it's Star Trek, and you expect it's not a better certain resolution. things. No, yeah. it's not, and it's more true to their culture. I think, you know, yeah. than the Starfleet get out of jail free. And by free, we mean magic revival. card. <laughs> yeah.
2: True. Code white.
3: Code blue. Uh, code white. Uh, yeah. Code code. Code,
2: code turquoise. Ooh.
0: You know, you were mentioning how, uh, like Neelix had some more interesting stuff in this episode. I kind of, I find it interesting that the writers seem to be finding ways in which to utilize Neelix but have yet to find, in my opinion, anyway, any way to really utilize Kess for much. Yeah, she's kind of point... like when you need like a big... Deus ex psychic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll and they'll occasionally pull that one out. But like in this episode, you know, they, they they had her on the away team to search the moon, which didn't really pan out. The only thing, like, she was there so that she could identify the 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 generator for the force field because yep. she's seen it before. Yeah. But like I don't know, it just it, it kind of bums me out that we have a character who should have some of the same insight that that Neelix has, uh, and especially since she was held captive by the Kazon for a time, yet you know she kind of just is there.
3: Yeah, that's because she's a woman. She's a sexy yeah. lamp.
0: Yep. Yeah, pretty much.
3: Like they, they look. They're already stretching themselves. By having Janeway and Torres like actually have personalities, you can't expect them to have written a third woman, especially when Jesus. she's like the most feminine of them.
1: So she's going to be like she's. I mean, look at where where her like the niche that she's found on on the ship has been learning to be the EMH's helper, which yeah. like on the one hand opens up a lot of storytelling possibilities. Like yeah, me, like it would be cool if she were on her track to, on track to becoming like a you know the ship's doctor. Yeah. Um, we, how, you know, and how to resolve that with the EMH being there and also being the ship's doctor and self and self actuating, but she's, no, she's just, she's just there to, to, to be helpful and to be sensitive and sweet and to help you have emotions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's and also, it. it's also interesting that like, you know, she is kind of, I guess, tied to the doctor at this point. And the fact that the doctor really only appeared in one scene in each of these two episodes, you know, maybe maybe that factor. Yeah, as she's well.
2: she's either tied to the doctor or tied to Neelix.
1: Yeah,
0: I
2: don't think we see her do anything without them yeah. much ever.
1: Nope. Anywho, yeah,
3: she's another yeah, Rick another Kerman's giant the show. So.
2: missed opportunity for a character.
3: I will say, I, this is jumping back to the last episode. I was kind of disappointed that they hid her ears with her hair. Uh, I was really hoping for a Spock-style big <laughs> hat or bandana situation. I guess <laughs> like a big fucking Gilligan hat. Nah. But I was like, oh yeah, hair, I guess that was easy enough, but I'm sad.
2: <sighs>
3: Whoa. Anything else?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, just a very minor thing that I learned this episode, because I didn't, I didn't happen to know this. So obviously, as usual, we're filming in the Vasquez Rocks.
3: Sure, sure, sure. sure. Uh, but mm-hmm. I though,
2: I actually f- uh, found the reason for that on uh, Memory Alpha. I didn't realize uh, it's union rules that you can shoot on locations within 37 miles of the studio. And I didn't realize that that's why they're always kind of in the Vasquez Rocks or places that are around uh, California because they Wait. can't go further away.
1: Oh, no. they just can't film at all beyond that, that radius? Probably Maybe not without, pay, like,
0: yeah. some yeah. kind more. of, like, pay hike or something. Yeah, have, there. like, a may have to pay mm-hmm. for hotels or something. Yeah, uh, I see,
1: I see, I see, I see. That explains it. Yeah. Interesting. It's okay. Of,
3: it's funny how, like, when they uh, moved um, the X-Files from Canada to Los Angeles, suddenly there were a lot of stories taking place in the desert. Mm. Nah. Instead mm. of forests and urban areas. <laughs>
2: <sighs> yeah, this is also the first of a uh, first shuttlecraft that will get destroyed on Voyager. Let's keep a let's keep a running count as we go because it, it, it will not
1: be the last.
3: It took them longer than I expected. I will say though, seeing as they recovered most of it, maybe they just rebuilt this one. Oh, that's a good. Uh, one. Well, if uh, they recovered
1: uh, it, yeah, that makes that that does you know.
0: It looks pretty f- fucked up though. I yeah, mean,
1: they throw look, they it get, in
2: the replicator. It, it's just raw t-
3: material. They got time.
0: Yeah, they can make. Yeah, uh, spoilers for it. spoilers for Prodigy, but they have. A- <laughs> 3d printer for making shuttlecraft so that's true What is that back? i miss, I missed that
2: yeah i don't know uh, why i don't know how New long air. their break is
3: yeah watch it I, be
2: back on air by the time this episode goes live
3: probably speaking of prodigy they uh they have con badges <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're animated but oh wow good effortless good segue. segue chris no yikes no all right, so welcome to season two of our blog post corner, where we're doing v- various activities to give us stuff to put on the Tumblr and just to just chat about because it's fun. This week we're talking about not only combat badges; I kind of broadened it to, ver- to different emblems because not everything is a combat badge, but they're still cool. I must share my screen with you jerks. The rest of you listening at home can find all these images on our Tumblr, SSHB Podcast. Check it out there.
1: All right. Mm, you- we, I was hoping you would have these visual here. aids.
2: Yes. So you've got visual aids for all the different comm badges we're going to be looking at. We're going to start off. These aren't com badges. These are just the sewn on patches. And we have very, very slightly different versions in the cage and in where no man has gone before. The main difference is going to be by the time we get to where no man has gone before, we outline it in black instead of yellow. Don't know why, but they did.
1: Well, probably for mm. contrast, especially oh, on the maybe, small screen. that makes
2: sense. That makes sense, because next week we're going to talk about Especially uniforms. For potential and you, black and, and white the, viewers. And the and the colors in the uniforms we are going to discuss a whole lot.
1: <laughs> mm. Mm.
3: Uh, I... yeah, so
2: these these emblems are just the shape with the with the uh symbol for what department you're in in the middle.
3: Yep. The star, the spiral, the interlocked circles. That little C thing from the cage, I
0: never noticed that. I never noticed that. Yeah, did I hadn't either.
2: either. And it never comes back in any yeah. form no, that what, I'm aware what, of. Do
0: you know which character? Wore that one, or was it just seen?
2: I betcha it was just seen in the background on somebody.
0: Apparently in blue. Yeah, maybe they, um, maybe they just like. Did the doctor wear something like that? Like, because I mean,
1: none of none of what what I'm looking at here shows the the medical badge that that sometimes shows up different, like as differentiating. I don't know. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, did.
2: Yeah, but by the time we get to. Star Trek that is actually on the air in where no man has gone before that's gone and all we have mm. are the the interlocking circles.
3: Yeah, mm. and they have star and it they have star and interlocking circles for operations which will go away and yeah. the spiral for they really didn't know what they were doing with those pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they just they didn't they didn't coordinate the At symbols all. to the colors. No, I think
3: they meant something else to the original showrunners that has since been lost to time
2: yeah i bet you it was like a combination color plus this equals this is what you do on the ship
3: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, starting Mm. off those are just the the emblems that we see in the original series they're again just just the embroidered on patches on everybody
3: with with the symbols settled yes red cross oh this doesn't mention Yeah, the Red yeah. Cross was only everything seen on Chapel. McCoy yeah. just wore the the two the circles. Sciences, yep. usually. Oh, yeah.
1: well, fair um, enough. I couldn't remember
3: that right also, specifically. Yeah, that also went with medical. Just like blue was also medical, Yeah, but yeah, right. for
0: some reason, for some reason, Chapel. Yeah, we'll have to, have have to have see what they do because I'm actually very interested
2: one. to see what they are going to end up doing with some of the 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 different roles on Strange New Worlds.
3: Yeah. Because we
2: have Mbenga, which will be fun, and Chapel, yep. which is fun. I'm going to have fun. I'll probably mm-hmm. hate it, won't I? God damn it. Yeah, so ori- original that... series, just sewn on patches. It's the the classic shape everybody knows with the symbols mm-hmm. that are uh, tattooed on Chris's arm.
3: Yep. The slightly offset delta. Oh, um, this gets complicated. In oh, boy, the man.
2: motion picture, there's a zillion more colors. Some of them are very subtle. And I think some of them might also be not agreed upon in different fan circles of what color is what, but we got the we got the shape, but a little circle around them, and depending on what the circle is colored, that's your department. And there's a lot more um, colors. I'm confused already by and who everyone what. has
3: the star
1: instead of anything else, except, except yeah. for the alternate medical emblem, which is yeah, which is just the just a fancy caduceus, yeah,
2: yeah, which I think just goes on Bones's.
3: Medical White coat, outfit, yeah, yeah. No, mm. oh, those costumes are a nightmare.
2: Oh, getting ready to see them next week. Ugh. Uh, we change it up in the other films a little bit. The one that we see the most is going to be this officer emblem, which is the golden, uh, golden delta with a circle around it, all on top of a little oblong thing. Yep. Which looks nice because it looks very like metallic-y instead of being a sewn-on thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. On the looks uniform like a metal.
2: itself. And then and then a couple other little variants that we see in different films. In Twalk, we see one without the background thing. In Star Trek Three, we apparently see this special thing for Starfleet security. Hmm. Which I don't recall seeing, but I'm sure it's there somewhere and some nerd found it to put on this website that has Pro- this picture.
3: It's probably on the guy that calls Sulu tiny.
2: <laughs> I yeah. hate it. Oh, that's a good point, which is what which makes sense why I hate it. Um, I think like, it it's looks like... like a, a, well,
0: like, the Delta's weird. It's like a, it's like yeah. a chubby Delta. It's a, yeah, it's a it's
2: chunky it's... Delta, and it looks like it's on a bottle cap remover.
0: And it's about to eat that four. It's like Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wagga, Wagga, Wagga. Oh, yeah, you feel it from the side. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a strange shape, and I don't know why they made it so different. I
0: don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I could imagine, like, maybe Earth-based or, you know, like, planetary-based Starfleet crew having yeah a different... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows?
2: Hmm. Yeah, and then later the civilians get the same shape, but in silver as the um the Delta with Circle.
3: And I assume these were, like, this was just on those guys that were setting the table for the... Oh. In that one scene. Oh, that would make sense. Because it says civilian services, because so, that's the only thing I can think of that you would have seen. It's like that moment when they're they're doing their fake announcement that those guys are dying to lure out who turns out to be Valeris. And they show a couple of like porters setting a table.
4: Uh-huh, right. Yes, I
3: assume it was on them.
2: Moving mm-hmm. forward, we all know the the normal TNG com badge because now they're actual emblems that have a function. You pat, you tap them, they make the bloop bloop noise, and they you can talk to Riker and do the thing. Yeah, yep. a nice little oval have, background. Have phone sex with Riker. Oh no! Yeah, nice yeah, oval. The color, the color contrast is good. Just another classic shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In future imperfect, we get a special one, which I hate because mm-hmm. it's the, it's the normal delta, but your rank is how many different bars are on it.
3: I kind of like that.
2: I remember us complaining about it because it was very redundant because your rank was also pips. on your collar.
3: Yeah, that element was stupid. It's like, pick one or the other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to have both, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, pick one, preferably on the next, so you don't have to like gl- glance at someone's chest for what you should call them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes more sense, rather.
2: Uh, and then we see another variant in All Good Things. We also see it in any time we visit this alternate, the, um, the future re- uh, reality we see in like The Visitor as well. Yeah, uh, this uh, nice shape that's uh, a little hollowed out Delta and behind it, there are these two little off different uh, length panel things.
3: I think we'll even see it in Voyager a couple of times.
2: Yeah, I think I know end game. We see this one.
3: I'm very fond of that one.
1: Ditto. I, I don't know if it, that I've ever noticed this one, but it's it's definitely interesting. And it actually, it kind of like looking at especially the more recent designs of of uniforms and such in Discovery. It it has like there's like a visual connection there with that the sort of, sort of the asymmetry and the, the the angled you know the angled cuts and stuff. Like it kind of yeah. kind of works with something like this.
2: Yeah. When we move forward, Picard's combat is very similar as well in in Star Trek Picard. Mm. Yeah, but I like that one a lot. Moving forward in uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, we see the Delta with what looks like a little hair barrette behind it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> good way to put it
2: no hair clip yeah. i use those a lot so i am like yeah that thing you can clip it in your hair
1: yeah i can see that being like a pin finding that costumes were like uh what can we get in the fly uh this this you know like just detach the brooch and, and put a delta on it we're good
0: so this one we end up seeing i think the most out of any of them because we see this through all of voyager most yep. of Deep space nine yep the tng movies mm-hmm. i think all have it Yep. yep. um so it's, I actually, sort of I the, the two, definitive. I prefer this one, one
3: to the uh, oval background.
0: Yeah, I think I do too.
2: I just see hair clip, so it's very hard for me to be subjective <laughs> about that, it because it just fair. looks like a hair clip. <laughs> I never saw that yeah.
3: before, but now I totally see it, but... <laughs>
1: Just, I guess, I guess little... we know
3: who the hair clip users are in this group. <laughs> yeah. It's a little tidier for me than the oval one.
1: It's also it's an interesting sort of like there's another visual connection to to what the one not the motion picture yeah the one from the motion picture like that that same sort of horizontal cross element instead of instead of like another rounder shape behind it.
3: Yeah, but it's almost like the they just took off the circle from the two through from... six ones kind of and shrunk it down and. Mm.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I just threw in just for fun. There's a special com badge in the Voyager episode Relativity, which we're gonna hit in a couple seasons. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes, by the way, so I'm hmm. looking very forward. It's it's one of my favorite episodes, not one of my favorite com badges. It looks a little it looks so two D, trying not to be two D.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting idea turning it like turning the Delta on its side. Making sort of an arrow shape with it. Like, at least it's like...
3: The little lines make it look like it's trying to fly through space.
1: Exactly, yeah. I think uh, it looks a little silly. Oh, but that's a, that's probably that kind of, like, brushed steel look that... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. If oh, that like,
0: could be. That's what so, that the is. Artist that made the, the artist that made the graphic... Yeah, I was trying uh, to get across. Possibly.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the shape because also the fact that now it's kind of... Uh, it's almost like squashed diamond shape... Mm. Not quite parallelogram, some kind of it's weird like, shape. It's like an arrowhead. Yeah. For the reasons.
3: Red, the Red Squadron one is on its side.
2: Oh yeah, we we're also showing the it's also just for fun, the, the Red Squadron patch.
3: That that has some strong mirror universe vibes. Mm. Oh good point. I think because like the star through it, the way it's overlaid looks kind of like the sword and stuff. And it
2: does yeah, considering that we know that Red
3: it. Squadron sucks. Maybe that was on purpose.
2: <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we know they're evil. Yeah, Red Squad, Red Squad. Uh, well, Enterprise just has a bunch of patches. Mostly, They're mm. back we're back to patches because we're back in time. Yeah. So we've got a big Starfleet Command patch that has the the Latin slogan on it.
0: Yeah, and something enter- that looks like a proto Delta.
2: Yeah, a little bit. It looks like a boomerang. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the thing about these, right, is I think that these are intended to kind of be more NASA-like, like, yeah. like a NASA mission exactly. patch. Yeah.
2: Which, which I think is a good bridge. I like that about it. Uh, and also, every fucking ship has its own badge. I'm only showing yeah. the Enterprise badge just that, for our yeah. own sanity. But every fucking ship has its own little, little different specialty badge that you wear wherever on wherever on your uniform.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, definitely more of, like, another NASA and or, yeah. you know, current day military aspect. Yeah, and that's also... The Enterprise a, like, were, The Enterprise was, I don't know if you guys have ever played Star Control. No.
2: Back in the no. 90s. It was,
1: it was it's, uh, you know, like, it's definitely uh, t- takes a lot of cues from Star Trek. Um, and there was a story mode where you're, you know, exploring colonizing planets and getting away from from alien bad guys, but, like... I mostly use it for ship fights um and this is sort of like it feels like it's sort of like looped through like star trek inspired star control and their human ship and then that's looped back around to look like this this patch it's real it's real weird hmm.
0: <laughs> the um it's for like the two people out
1: there who've also played star control
0: <laughs> the 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 badge per ship Idea also kind of ties in with TOS when, when, yeah, they had like... different ships would have different, different, that's true. They too. did, uh-huh. but yeah, I definitely, and I I forget definitely think it's more in... of a NASA inspired yeah. thing.
2: And I forget in Enterprise what Mako is. We'll just what we'll see in the future when we hit Enterprise because I don't space, remember much of it. Space
0: Marines, yeah, they okay.
2: just Marines. I was going like like say they were
1: th- space sharks, space shark. yeah, also sharks, because I,
2: I like that their badge has a shark because mm, Mako. That's good. I like. I love that. That's great. Good for them. Uh, moving forward, we're going to jump forward to discovery. Um, oh, we man. have the the normal delta, but it's kind of three Dified uh, because one side is a little bit like
4: texturedy
2: and offset than the other one. Obviously, the different uh, insignias for your t- department are back because we're back in the past again.
0: I do like yeah. these. I, I I think they're all right. I think. It does seem a little odd to me that they would be badges and not patches, given mm, that TOS is patches. That's true.
2: Well, they just they redesign everything in Discovery, so Well, I, I yeah, I know. Um The thing I don't like yeah. about them is again, this is what I had the same problem mm. with Future Imperfect, is that your rank is now on your comm badge, but now it's a teeny tiny little pin dot. Yeah,
3: it's really hard to see. And yeah.
2: I think that's wrong, because you can't Easily tell by looking at someone what your rank is.
1: No, you should be able. You should be able to see a captain coming. You should be able to see a commander coming. Well, and that's and that's
3: why they had to like. Remember, the captains had like. Oh yeah, they have more spikes on their uniform on
0: their shoulders. Yeah, well that. Yeah, but everyone else looks the same. So, like in TOS, the rank was on the sleeve. On the sleeve, sleeve, Mm -hmm. which you know, and that's that's again that's very naval. Oh yes. You know, like like in the Navy, they use they use stripes yeah. for rank, so right. it makes sense. And 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 you know the fact that I just feel like even on the uniforms in Discovery, it's still very subtle. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, it's not it's not as clear as I think it could have been. They probably should have done sleeves or something, uh, stripes. Like yeah, they, they didn't TOS. but.
2: Mm. Yeah. I also noticed. Uh, so I've included the Admiral badge. Mm. And you know it's admiral admiral because all the little sub deltas are filled in a little like a vice deltas. a vice, al, a, a vice admiral admiral a vice admiral has fewer of these little sub deltas filled in which it's a little more readable. I kind of like that effect. I, I but I do think it's real on the nose that there's so many deltas now.
3: So See, I, I mean. never picked up that they were little deltas cuz on the screen it just yeah, looks, looks like, like it's a- like a laurel you know, little leaves, wreath. yeah. But it's it's a it's it's a wreath made of made of deltas.
2: It certainly is.
3: They really like their tiny deltas on that.
2: Oh my god, I mean, they the, do. Because they had
3: everywhere. them even in the uniforms. They were just tiny deltas in the like colored their, parts of yeah. the uniform. And
2: oh, it's too much. It's way too much. Nightmare
3: for cosplayers, as mm. someone pointed out. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'll I'll mention I'll mention this next week as well. But I also think it would not be what a fucking quartermaster would you would design for their fucking uh crews no like no one starfleet is not stroking themselves off with with deltas fuck you
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know in uh in the kelvin movies there the fabric has billions of deltas on it
2: son of a bitch that's next week though but you know spoilers for next week i'm gonna get really pissy about deltas everywhere <laughs> Discovery is not is a nice, clean, metally looking badge. You mean, Good um, on them. The yeah, Discovery Pike, uh, yeah, in Pike's version, because they're different between the crews, which was a little strange. I think I were, like I think they even paid
0: lip service special... in
2: the Did they?
0: Yeah, like I is... think. I think... Mm, go ahead, Jake. I was just say, th- you know, like Discovery was always kind of a special, like a special ops secret project anyway well pike um,
3: pike actually mentions they got the new uniforms first yeah and that is actually that is something that happens in the military is like they'll roll out a new uniform but like everyone has until x
0: date to get updated well that's what we saw in uh in star trek generations (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) and then for some reason picard went back to the old one and i threw a fit
3: but yeah, so that is weird, but actually does have real world precedent. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I just mean, even I also in like world these, precedent.
4: So. Yeah, I like
1: yeah. this. This is definitely like it's definitely marrying the. It's sort of like finding the the middle ground between the 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 moderns, the newer series redesigns of making everything metallic badges, but you know, like these these are resembling the patches in the original series, but they're still metal badges.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah same so color just scheme, sort of like, same things yeah you're just yeah, sort of accepting yeah.
1: that like if they had the budget for it in the 60s they would have had something like this yeah. or if they had the wherewithal to
3: merchandise yes. properly in the 60s they would have had these that you totally understand happened. merchandising as we know it had not yet been invented by George Lucas so <laughs> yeah. like,
0: every there were, time there I was... see one of these metal badges I'm just like ah I know why they did that oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. I own a couple
2: yeah. They look sharp. From what I can tell from the couple of screen grabs from Strange New Worlds I've seen, we're also going to see them in Strange New Worlds.
1: Yeah.
2: It'll be a good time. <clears throat> All right, in Discovery seasons 3 and 4, spoilers if you haven't seen any Discovery, we jump 900 fucking years in the future. And for some reason, the 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 badges still look very similar. Who knew? But now it's just all big. We're we're into ovals now, and we're yep. still into in, uh, indicating your rank with tiny little pips on your oval. Yep. Which I don't care for. Well, what's
3: mm. the color contrast these at least makes it a little easier
0: to see. Yeah. Um, I think if you flipped these on their sides, they would look <laughs> quite similar to the relativity.
1: Yeah. True. That's true. true. They would a little bit. I think so. The um that added uh you know gold, gold. panel on the commander yeah. fleet admiral badges that that at least like that does help with you know making making um a clear visibility for the highest ranks.
3: Yeah, embarrassed to admit, I've not
1: noticed that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm still not. Oh, and a fan also, of these are these are the personal tips, transporters though. too, right? Like this, that's what that's what that's the badges.
3: And. In the future. Calm, they're like personal transporters. They're comm badges. They are uh, your tricorder. They're they're doing a lot of heavy lifting in that little amount of space. Mm. Mm. Vibrator.
2: They chop. They dice. They julienne fries. All right, Picard season okay. one. I like the I like the Picard comm badge. It's very like mm-hmm. the All Good Things comm badge, mm-hmm. but without the stuff on the top. It's only Delta down.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's more. It's elegant. like it. It still happened but the future changed just enough that it's a little different. Also well, well,
1: the mm. the
2: the customer needed something to do so they did this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also that, now the delta looks bad. like it's zooming up. Yes.
2: Mm. Oh. Zoom zoom. I also included the the Starfleet visitor badge on the page you can I look
0: at. It, at it does actually I, look like a bottle opener. It me. does. <laughs>
2: it's so weird.
3: They, I bet they'll eventually make one that is a bottle opener. You can hang it on your fridge. <laughs> mm. I, I, I
2: also am not convinced that Starfleet would give you a visitor badge if you came by. Wh- where did that fucking come from?
0: I mean, why Why wouldn't they? I mean, if, if you have civilians wandering around in a... Yeah, uh, you really have some sort of indication they're supposed to yeah. be there. Yeah. But we've never
2: I, seen anywhere ever someone this, use a visitor type
3: thing This is the first time we've seen a civilian on site. Everyone else has always been active.
0: Yeah, I I I buy it. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it it's like a solid team. physical
1: thing because then, yeah. you know, they have to check out on the way out or
3: There's probably a GPS type thing built in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they can beam you out if you're being a dick. Yeah, yeah
1: if you, probably if, probably uh, annoyingly reminds you that you know visiting hours are almost over. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it get, gets Fair you enough. into the bathrooms.
0: You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also get to look at the emblem for La Sirena, which is beautiful. I, I quite noticed like that. It.
0: There's like a. It's like it's a, a mermaid, sexy lady, well, it's in a, a siren.
1: It's a well, it's, uh, Sirena is mermaid. is it was,
0: was used for mermaid in Spanish. Oh, there oh. we go. Well, there you go. That's 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 what it is. Yeah, and yeah, I, I love nice.
2: the the negative space face. Yeah. I think I think it's a it's a lovely pin.
3: I do it's not remember. R- Are they comm badges in Picard or just an emblem? I can't. Re- I can't. Oh, that's recall. a good
2: question. I don't know.
3: I didn't even know it existed. I did not. I did not notice that.
2: <gasps> it you must not notice it? It's so all... pretty. No, oh, it is. Even the kind of desaturated color is like real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like. A plus for that. Whoever also designs that, like Picard,
0: spin. despite the writing, which I have qualms with, mm. the you can't, you can't, uh, you can't really criticize the design. Like they, like they went, they went, they did a pretty good job, I think, in in all their designs. For Picard. well, it even interestingly speaks to
3: like Rios being ex Starfleet.
0: Like mm-hmm. even though he's
3: tried to separate himself from it, he's given his ship a badge. He's still got his habits. Yeah.
2: What did I put next? Okay, so so far for Picard season two, we've only seen the huh. trailer, but the internet is going nuts over their new badges. I mean, these uh, are now, just from what we understand here, yeah, from what we understand about Picard season two, mm. so, Q has probably done something as he is wont to do, yeah. um, changed the the course of history, and Redesigned now the these badges. are these are our new badges. They're yeah. they're less like that off off angle delta and more just. An yeah, arrow? They're
3: centered, yeah, that's weird.
0: Yeah, well, that's are... what I'm saying. Like, it looks, it looks like something that you would tip an arrow with as a weapon.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, it's possibly what they're going for. I don't well, know. yeah,
3: because what they've shown in the trailer, it seems like he creates a like, like a fascist future. It's not the mirror universe; it's a different dark federation. Good. So
0: they're the <laughs> mirror universe without doing it.
2: I'm glad. That's yeah. the way to do it
0: with Q. They're back, they're back to the they're back to the bars. Yep. I hate the
2: bars yep. so much. God it's damn really...
1: it! And
2: it's yeah, this having... one. This is
0: the most symmetrical delta. Yeah, I yep. what we're saying.
3: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, it does look part. like it? Does look like you could stab someone with your comm badge in this future?
1: Yeah,
2: and you might.
3: Yeah. Death badge. You. M-
2: but yeah, the, like the whole little bars for rank. I'm not a fan. The fact, just just having not be not being that kind of asymmetrical thing anymore, it just makes you feel like it's wrong, which is probably what they're going for. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. the
3: idea. If it's the alternate timeline, Q creates. Yeah,
0: yeah. like it, yeah, go it, back in time and create a future imperfect. That.
2: I think the badges that we see in the Kelvin movies are all incredibly straightforward.
0: Yeah, because it's yeah.
2: just the shape.
3: Yep. Metal, they're a pin. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're fine-looking.
0: Some... They're nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, some, of, some yeah. of them
2: have circle, some of them don't.
3: Yeah, they do use, you know, they bring back the, the star, the swirl, the this, the, the that. Hmm. Although I think their, their, their spiral ha- is a smooth spiral, as opposed to the, like, angular one that the main universe uses.
1: This does seem... I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're both they're distinctive, but not distinctive enough from each other. Almost. Like I can't quite follow the logic enough that I'd be able to just sort of like quickly look this over and then remember what I'm looking at later when, you know, if I encountered an officer. Hmm. I guess true. I guess I mean like, alright, so some of these are just dress uniform versions. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, once if you're you become in an dress- officer,
0: they punch your badge and put a hole in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just for fun, here's our hey. different Terran Empire emblems. Some oh, of them Mako make me very angry. Yeah, so Mako in Enterprise instead of shark, we have skull. I do miss shark. Could have been a shark. Um, the the Enterprise uh, emblem that used to have the ship now has ship with swords. That
0: looks mm-hmm. Superstar
1: Control.
2: Just flying around with swords.
0: Oh, the discovery map is literally mirrored. They I mirrored hate the it. globe. Oh, they did.
1: Why did oh, they, they do did. that? I
0: don't know. I, I kind of like so that. Much. I thought no, something looked wrong. I mean, it's... is the implication that that the that in the discovery version of the mirror universe, the Earth is literally a mirror?
2: Then why isn't it in any other show?
0: I know. Well. I don't know. I do kind of I'm like that they, they
3: added a Delta to it, but yeah, the, the backwards earth is a little silly. It's quite
2: silly. I don't like it. It's very, it's just so on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's so not what they would do. Cause they don't think of, they're not mirror to themselves. They're not like, we're the mirror universe. Yeah. It's like, no. no, you're, you're, you're the Terran empire.
1: What no, are you it, doing? In universe it doesn't make enough sense but like it's a it's a cheeky little meta thing I would I, if Yeah, I it. it's one of
2: those
3: things yeah. that is impossible to see on screen.
2: Probably. But nerds know and these are available for sale fucking everywhere. So mm-hmm. Oh
3: yeah. Uh also the the top
1: of it the the I guess the like the the hilt and the pommel of the sword like the the way that it's shaped with its like upward angles and the and the hollow th- it looks like a little person just kind of going ah Wee. Oh God, you're right. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can say. Boo.
2: Yeah, um, I also I, have to give Enterprise a little bit of a nudge because they jammed the whole world yeah, of the was globe instead say. of in TOS, which is just North and South America.
1: America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was about to comment on that though. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a squish sort of. I mean, it also. Mm, no, nah, I mean the the it's got still got like the Mercator distortion, but uh, mm. the way that it squishes Africa is almost the right size uh, yeah. it's 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 more toward the right size than like you know a typical mercator projection but yeah, and, but, but russia but is still Island, way too huge
0: yeah Greenland's yeah. no, almost the right size no no cuba they they're missing they're missing uh, some mm. islands oh, there and, and
2: we can't tell if there's new zealand or not new zealand
0: no, doesn't even get so. real there's no new zealand <laughs> new zealand is long like we said
3: that was that was that tng project Atlantis was reviving new zealand Yes. So they could send Nick Lacarno Paris there.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Alright, so here's all of them up on the screen together. So many. Uh, since Ooh. there's so many, I might not say pick your favorite, pick your least favorite. I might do what do you want to do? Top two, top three? Top and bottom twos or threes?
3: Uh yeah, let's 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 do top threes for fun zoos.
2: Okay. And ignore this bottom one because those are the non canon options.
3: Fun
2: <clears> though. <throat> oh yeah, they're kinda of fun.
1: I would like to, I would like to file mm. a formal complaint. Okay. What? This collection does not include Badgie
0: from Lower Decks. Oh yeah. No bad. Am I the
1: only person here who's seen, uh, yes.
0: All yeah. of Lower Decks. I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen Lower Decks. I've seen Badgie. Ba- that was, Badg- um, Me- what's his name from, uh, 30 Rock. I, I only yes. know of
3: Badgie from memes. I have not uh, seen beyond, I think, episode uh, three of Lower Decks. I, I would argue that he
1: counts.
2: Do we wear badgie?
1: No, no, no. We just, just almost he's a get murdered by Bajie. Character. I just wanted to mention Badgie because Badgie is <laughs> Okay, no, me.
2: definitely mention Badgie. Really badgie is Bajie is a good character in Dex. Jack McBride no, is the
3: actor who voices him. The one, the one thing we don't have, I realize, and you asked me to see if there were any missing, and I said no, and I lied. I forgot Janeway has a bespoke one in Prodigy. Oh. What does
2: it look like?
3: It's, so it's interesting, because it's not her badge from Voyager. It's just a silver delta with, like, half of a TOS-style star, like, sort of embossed oh, man. in it, sort of. I'm yeah. I'm gonna I, have
2: to look at that.
3: I completely forgot until just now, like, wait a minute, Janeway has a special one. And it's funny, because I'm pretty sure in the early renders, they showed off of her character she was wearing her Voyager one. But then in the actual show she's got this special one.
2: Let me see if I can find it quickly. While well, you guys are picking your tops and bottoms.
1: Hmm. Oh, okay. it's like a chonky
3: discovery badge. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, you found I it?
2: I found something.
3: Yeah, there it is. Oh, it's gold. I thought it was silver. But yeah, you can see they sort of got the star kind of pressed into it. Okay. So oh.
2: Yeah, if I find a better a better picture of this, I'll throw it up on the on the Tumblr.
3: Yeah, sorry for not remembering until right this fuck now.
2: Yeah, I think I think when I looked at the stills, I only saw the images that have her literally just wearing the Voyager badge.
3: Yeah, those are all the like pre-production like images they showed off.
2: Well, like I said, any customer is going to change up what they're doing with every fucking show as we're going to discuss next week when we talk uniforms.
3: Yeah. Uniform. So for me like I think to this day, nearest nearest to my heart is the uh two through six movie badge. I've always loved that one. Mm-hmm. It is a little complicated, but I still love it.
1: No, it does have a nice shape to it.
3: Um I think
1: I I think I actually really like the newer ones. Like the like Discovery the basic design at least for Discovery, not necessarily with all the, the, the rank features. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah like I think there's something about like season that, one it,
2: one through two or which season are we talking
1: here? oh uh, oh God, wait, hang on um, the first
2: ones yeah these ones yeah,
1: yeah 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 not not like the not like the, the not super this feature. one no, no or I this mean, the, one. that's nice I do like no not uh, and not the not the oval personal transport ones I think like the original the original discovery ones like I think the uh, I don't know, there's something about that that layered effect that ridge effect it it kind of gives it a nice texture. That I that I don't mind. Yeah, and the texture is nice. I nice don't. Too.
2: I think because the rank is there, I cannot put it in my tops though.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like if you took if you took those out, like if mm-hmm. you just use the basic one, then I then I like it.
0: How about you, Jake? What are you liking so far? I think I'm going to go. I'm going to concur with Chris on the uh, the Rathacon style. I've I've also always liked that. I I mean that's spoiler right. That that's that's probably going to be my favorite uniform as well. But, yeah, I've always liked that. I used to have have one when I was a kid. So, I'm going with that.
2: Neat. I'm going to go with, for, for my, my first pick, I like, really like the... What All good one things? was this? Yeah, the All Good Things uh, Alternate b- badge. Alternate future one, yeah. Alternate mm. future thing with the little panels behind. I really like that one. And we're going to see it pop up here and there. And I like it a little more than like the Picard one. Mm. Though I can't, though I can't tell you why.
1: I think, I think. Uh, well, I guess the, the the main difference between them, aside from uh, sort of trimming out the, the the trapezoid shapes on on top of on that uh, the, go above the insignia, is it narrows the gap between the two panels and it moves mm-hmm. and it shifts for Picard's. It shifts it over to where yeah, one, that of, them upward is a, one angle of them is. One of them is the fat delta. stripe. Yeah, you got a fat a little one me- to line up with
3: the asymmetry. I like the shapes of the Picard one better, mm-hmm. but I wish it had the more dramatically offset colors huh, of the alternate yeah. future. I like get that. I like I like the silver Delta over the gold bars, whereas the Picard it's a silver Delta on dark gray bars. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could somehow put them together, you'd have a <laughs> a perfect one. And as I said, the the Barret one has always been a favorite of mine. Oh yeah 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 the the. DS9 Voyager. You want to call that DS9 Yeah, Voyager, that TNG, DS9. Yeah,
2: yeah. What else do people like? I mean, I have to give lots of love to the La Serena Mermaid.
3: Yeah, that's really I mean, nice. nice. I don't know if I'd yeah. call that
2: a combat. I don't really even know if it, nice. I, if I'd really call it a Starfleet insignia because yeah. I think. But I just had to to bring it up because just because I think it's so pretty.
1: Oh, it's very nice. I think it's pretty. I think it it definitely it doesn't make it to my favorites just because like it it's kind of it's a little too amorphous for me. Like it's it's really abstract. Um, yeah, it, so was, it doesn't it was like have cl- that same sort of icon effect for me.
3: It was definitely not clear to me what it was until I saw one for sale. Yeah, you have to look at. You
1: know yeah. what it reminds me of? Just just knowing who's present in this conversation, that that one sculpture at BU at Boston University on the BU beach. That's the abstract, like you know, like sort of like a representation of a whale.
3: I don't remember that one. That to be the honest.
1: big metallic, and it's got like one swooping thing and another swooping in the front, and that's the tail. Like it's right right on the BU beach. No.
3: Oh, I, I believe you. I just I cannot remember sh- it. Yeah, you I
1: have think a in general, I, I I think in general, I I do I just the 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 one like the the overall just to generalize more, but the motif of the delta on on a round backing has, has is just more pleasing to me than than a lot of like just like the more the straighter horizontal backings like you know i mean even so like the the hair barrette one is isn't is a nice design and it, there, it does strike something as you know it's very familiar to me it's very like there's a nostalgia to it for me because of the association with ds9 but i think i i like it better when there's like like the tng oval or all the the ring shaped badges in the other continuities in the other in not continuities in the other series and movies That's just like when it's when it's simpler and crisper, that's when it stands out to me. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's the ones I tend to prefer.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Cool. you have a second favorite, Jake? We'll limit it to two Um, so that we don't talk for days.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 leaning towards the one that wasn't one that we had discussed. But now that I'm seeing it next to all the other ones, the the civilian services, Star Trek, the undiscovered country. Top top right. Um, Ooh. for similar reasons to what, what Liz just said about, um, sort of the simplicity of it, but also, I don't know, I, I kind of prefer silver to gold, <laughs> just aesthetically. Yeah. Um, that's fair. So do I usually. So I, I'm going to go with that.
2: Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. How about, how, who, what are your least favorites? Relativity. Mm-hmm.
0: Your relativity is disappointing.
1: I feel like, I feel like with a little more work, it could have been something interesting, but as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Especially because, like, when we'll see the themes of that episode, like, they could really have played with this.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, um, what, 30, 32nd Century, uh, uh Discovery. This oh, one? Yeah. The oval thing? The yeah, big oval? The, o- the oval thing.
2: What, that season, season three and four-ish?
0: Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I don't know, it's just not that crazy about that one. I'm definitely not a <clears> fan <throat> of the murder badge.
3: Yeah, but again, I think that's oh, a the thematic Picard thing. Oh, the Picard badge?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, Like, good. I gotta wait
3: to see. Assuming it's a thematic thing, I'm fine with it. If they've decided that's actually the Starfleet logo now, that's terrible. I mean, either way, it just it just irks me to look at. So, you know, if that's deliberate,
1: then good on them.
3: Yeah, we have to see the season before I can find it. Like, I think without seeing season two of Picard, I could say the only one I think that makes me go, eh, fuck that, is the Relativity one. Mm-hmm. The others I either like or I'm just like, that's fine.
2: I don't know. I'm going to say one on my least favorite list is the, um, the Future Imperfect thing with the different bars for your rank.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. It's messy. Don't
2: like that.
1: It's busy. Mm. The Kelvin Timeline ones are kind of, they're rather underwhelming to me.
3: They're fairly plain.
1: Like, they're really plain. Like, it's like they forgot to finish it. <laughs>
2: I think I'll give an, a dishonorable mention to the Discovery Mirror Universe just because mirroring the planet for no reason. <laughs> it just bothers me
1: because it that feels like it
2: wouldn't, it makes no sense in world.
1: In world, yeah, no. no. I, I, I accept it, I accept it as, a, as a meta joke, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. But
0: also, yeah. you got the little person going,
1: eh. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I have to get uh, what was my, your, what uh, was your second
2: this, baddie, Jake, uh, Jake and Chris?
0: My, my, I think my second baddie is going to be, uh, the, uh, the, the chunky uh, delta of the Starfleet security oh good Star- oh yeah Pac- oh Pac- Pac- good I don't like Pac- that Man one delta. either oh, Pac-Man delta yeah I don't know it's just it's <sighs> so bizarre looking the, the from the bottle opener shape to I don't know just yeah. it's like
1: it's like they kind of like they they squished they squished the 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 delta from top and bottom to fit inside the ring and so now it's just sort of like you know uh, you know kind of yeah like oh,
0: help me Stuck in this ring.
1: Who knew knew Um, the the, uh, who knew the Delta was a gummy?
3: Like I said, really, aside from the relativity one, there's none I really actively dislike. Um, so let's just say, for the sake of argument, the motion picture ones, because they're part of a larger disgusting uniform that I fucking loathe.
1: (laughs) Fair, but the motion like that's that one's all over the place, though. Like, it's the same one as Civilian
3: Services, just a different color. I think,
2: I mean, they also, have, also way, has, they have way too many colors you have to pay yeah, attention to. Pa- yeah, like all the,
3: like, the, it's just, yeah, fuck that, fuck that logo, fuck okay, those uniforms.
1: We'll at the badges, though, as opposed to the uniforms. You're going to be talking about uniforms separately.
3: No, I know, but I'm just, I also, oh, okay, again, like, okay. the, there's too many colors, it doesn't make sense, mm. it's stupid, I hate it. That movie's an aesthetic nightmare.
2: <laughs> but the market. Yeah, you me to, to pick the a second so one, that- and that's
3: why. Also, apparently the uh, La Serena logo, I didn't realize this, I just looked it up, is also embroidered into uh, Rios's chair's headrest. Cool.
2: Oh. It's a good, it's a great logo, so I would would put it everywhere.
3: Yeah, Rios is great. Agreed.
2: Alright, this will be a tough one to type up, just because there's so much to talk about.
3: Yeah. Um, But definitely make
2: sure you check it out on our Tumblr, where we're going to put up all these pictures so you can see what the fuck we were talking about. You know, for those of, uh, those of you who don't have all of Star Trek memorized. So yeah, check it out on the Tumblr or just go to sshbpodcast.com. Check us out there. We've got more bullshit for next week. As I said um, already a couple of times, uniform stuff. We're going to have so much uniform. I think we're going to talk about uniforms for several weeks. Just because there's so mm. many different types of uniforms across the show. So definitely s- s- stick around for that. And also stick around for more Voyager. We're in season two. Surely we're not going to see anything from the Briori again, but what will we see? We're going to see episodes Projections and Non-Sequitur. Yeah. Stick around for next, next week for those. Friend us on the Facebook, on the Twitter, listen to us on the SoundCloud or or whatever your favorite podcasting destination is. That's all I really have to say, because we've been talking for a long fucking time. So we'll see you then. This has been Ames.
0: This has been Jake. This has been Chris.
2: Oh, and this is Liz! Thank you so much for joining us, Liz! Thanks for
1: having me!